0: jake hello
1: hello and this is where I'm really gonna be talking. Yeah, that's exactly. That makes more real sense. Real volume <laughs> test on yeah. where we're gonna be. No. Uh, yes, this is the ideal, and this is where I'm really gonna be when we're on the podcast. <laughs> Damn it! But you know, I have the ability to be fine. Stay like that
2: all the time. <laughs> you gotta make pay <laughs> uh, man, I bet that sounds really crystal clear on Spotify. Yeah, yeah,
0: we sound sp- we sound great on Spotify. Wait. Sp- We're actually on Spotify? Yes. I I said that as a joke. No, we are actually, really, truly on Spotify. Number
2: J, keep saying jokes. Maybe they'll come true.
0: Oh, um, Mike Piva gets a dump truck falling on him. Oh. Oh.
1: (laughs) You know, I I thought you'd go somewhere else. That was uh, dark. And me and JC live very long, happy, prosperous lives. (laughs) That's not even a joke. Thank you.
0: And JC's...
1: (laughs) What? oh whoa, what? whoa, You don't think JC deserves a little bit? He no, deserves a break. No,
0: no, but he's just—he's being equally morbid now. He's like, yeah. listen, let's be honest here. JC's the first to go. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it, but you don't have to say it. I, I Jesus did. Christ! You—you you did you without using your words. You used your eyes oh. and you used your heart and <laughs> to say and your words. Yeah, when you have to do the <laughs> memorial supercut of all the things, I want you to put this here at the end. So they know that you predicted my demise on Spotify. Spotify, where you can hear all the episodes <laughs> of Three Way Theater from our back catalog. That's Every right. single one. Including Body Slam. Uh, unfortunately, including <laughs> Body Slam. Yep. How about the Minisodes? Minisodes are in there, too. All of them. Bonus Yep. in the podcast. And guess what, guys? For free, you get Best in Show.
1: Oh, Best in Show. And uh, how about all those exclusive interviews that you did that we have on Patreon?
0: Yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, no, nope.
1: No, those are no, also wait, free on Spotify. Wait,
2: but listen, if he says it, it'll come true. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna have a, a, a yes a, a patr- Patreon. Patreon yes. Pava, Is they it Patreon call or Patreon? Patreon. Oh, I yes. don't think anybody will donate to us. Mm, you never know. They might donate to have us stop doing the podcast. That's possible. See,
1: that's where we're gonna make our money.
0: <laughs> we're gonna threaten <laughs> and then to we keep can on going. <laughs> we're gonna keep on going until you pay us to stop.
1: Yeah, I mean, more than fair.
0: Right. So you can now uh, not only you know find us on iTunes and Stitcher and uh, tune in and on threewaytheater.com com, but now you can just go to your Spotify app, type in Three Theater, follow us. I deleted all my other apps and I just put in threeway Whoa. Theater. Even Snapchat. Wow. Yes. Oh. Yes. You can't even listen to podcasts on that. I know, but I was like, nope. I gotta get as much space as I need to download all of our episodes. Uh-huh. Yes. Smart. Yes. Yeah. I know. I know.
3: gonna be some trouble
1: tonight. A very royal rumble. That's right! We'll step into the ring, we'll reach an understanding. When the smoke is clear, we the last man standing tonight. I'm gonna settle every score tonight. They'll take back every word they said tonight. I'm gonna show the door every saint or sinner. There can only be one royal
4: That's not the Rumble I had in mind. WWE Royal Rumble, live Sunday, January 30th, only on
1: pay-per-view. This Royal Rumble had 18 qualifying matches. Is that true? Tell me all 18. No, I did not. You You're- son of a... You- I'm not going to yeah. say the other ones. I just figured I'd give you the most relevant ones. I don't think we should it, talk. Ca- put it in the casket. See, I didn't. Re- I don't really. <coughs> the I just want to. Oh, you, oh, you know. don't want to talk about everyone? No, no, no. Hear, hear me out. I'm here. I don't actually have a full life biography for every entrant. Oh, I'm not really going to do that. Oh well. Now i only I'm- the top fifteen entrants. <laughs> and also. Um, I do have a lot of tough enough stuff to get in, so that's why I'm not gonna it, it's not it's just gonna be real fast tough enough stuff like oh week one they did this, week two they did this, ba 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 bah. That doesn't sound fast at all. It'll be fast. No, no.
4: one remembers this tough enough either.
1: Everyone remembers it was it, people say it was the greatest tough enough of all time. I doubt that. Hard fast. That's who's what I'm, saying that? A lot of people, people.
0: Ms. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Was it the one Miz was on?
0: Maybe. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Three-Way Theater. Oh, hey, guys. I'm Mike Pava. I'm Jake, And I'm JC.
2: And this is Three-Way Theater Presents Best in Show. Best in show. Uh,
1: Now, uh, you guys may know at this point, we usually have a little special guest Do for we? Best in Show. I mean, usually, right? They're not always special. Sometimes we just have a guest. AG. But this
0: one, this time, we do have a special guest.
1: We have Rudolph Giuliani Botello. That's right. (laughs) Two-time Peaky Award winner.
2: That's right.
4: Welcome, For
1: best me. guest host, Rui Patello. <laughs>
4: you guys are welcome that I'm here. <laughs> That's, no
1: problem. Yeah, you've become more. Of, you've become bigger than the podcast at this point. Yeah, winning well, two peakies. You know, some say
0: that you're the best podcaster in the business because you only do one a year. Yeah, so yeah. So like fact. they can't get bored with you. Nope. Yeah. And uh because of that fresh I also more. wanted to present you oh. with your peacock award oh, bro. because you are the two-time award winner. Two-time winner. Here the you weird go. thing is he I was going to gonna bring
4: the other peacock award and just have them both stare. You can do guys. the uh, you can do the Owen Hart. <laughs>
1: Facts.
4: <laughs> I'm actually just going to start telling you I'm not a nugget.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you've been saying that for years, unrelated. Yeah, I just love chicken nuggets. Right. <laughs> they are delicious. They sure are. Well, what,
2: what do we do here at Best in Show?
0: Well, best in show, we go ahead and we pick uh, an event out of the vault. Uh, usually Jake he always has... He's, by the cure, he's the curator. Yeah, that's why they call him the cure, Jake. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Friday that's, I'm in love. That's why they call that's, him that? That's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. And Friday Mystery he's in salt. love. Yeah.
1: That's why I, I literally just said he, that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I said it again. JC,
1: you're so funny. you hilarious. You're
0: Thanks. Um... So, yeah, we go ahead uh, into the vault. Jake has picked out a very specific special event that's near and dear to his heart and has forced us all to watch it. Yes. And yeah, then, that's what I do. And then from there, uh, it's our job to kind of take a look at the matches, analyze them a bit, and then we come up with our own best in show. Yes. So, uh, everyone
1: picture it. SmackDown. Raw. 2005 Royal Rumble, Fresno, California, in front of 12,000 people. The tagline was all the rumbling minus the dancing and singing,
2: which is a disappointment. Yeah,
1: a huge disappointment, especially watching the commercial. Yeah, I which had and sing, like a lot of dancing and singing. Yeah. Yeah. And the and the theme was uh Find the Real by Alter Bridge. I'm like I can't dance to that.
0: <laughs> Considering I've been dying to do a wrestling musical for years, all I'd want out of this Royal Rumble is uh, a West Side Story dance-off.
1: So we watched the commercial, which involved yes. a West Side Story-esque dance battle between babyfaces and heels. and mm-hmm. okay. Which was awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic.
2: Because this is also the same time, because the WrestleMania promos were the movie promos that are so
1: uh, beloved. They were going so Hollywood. They were definitely,
2: between this and that, just really thinking outside the box and doing some cool stuff.
1: Yeah. And uh, you know who didn't take quite uh, kindly to that commercial being made, though? Hollywood? Uh, T- TNA Wrestling. Total nonstop oh, action. Mahi Mahi Mahi. <laughs> <laughs> <Woo, laughs> gonna get
0: me some of that Mahi Mahi, Mike Pavel. Well, you want some
1: <laughs> of that? You might be wondering what the fuck JC is talking about. I, I, mean, I, I, think, I think everyone knows <laughs> yeah. what c- Cookie Gate is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, play
0: the tape. Play Cookie Gate.
4: <laughs> uh, he said he says He says with thing. all
1: sincerity. <laughs> and who's he? Uh, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. The Rhodes. Pronouns, pal. The American Dream, The th- Rhodes. Uh, everyone knows what Cookie Gate is, Mike Pavis, so I yeah. don't know what. I didn't know what the fuck Cookie Gate was. Uh huh. Not by name. Not, didn't <laughs> hear
0: about this happening. But did you feel it in your heart?
1: Get some of that mahi
4: mahi. I'm not I also a fan of mahi mahi. didn't know about it though until Lumberjake sent us okay. the video. So fair enough. You know who
0: is a fan of mahi mahi? The Road Dogg, Jesse James, oh, head oh. booker of SmackDown currently. So, Let can me, we discuss what happened okay. here? So, uh, while
1: WWE was filming in Universal Studio in Orlando, Florida, uh, TNA was very, very close to there. So the, right. They were I mean, in they Orlando. filmed right. They in. were also filming there. Yes. Yeah. So uh, they made their way over. Uh, Miss Tracy Brooks with a platter of cookies. Shane Douglas and Abyss were the first ones to start <laughs> making their way over.
0: I thought you just said and Shane Douglas and Abyss, <laughs> like,
1: oh yeah, he had
0: the, he had the seafood bisque. Yada yeah. yada yada. We got kicked out of the building. I mentioned the bisque. Ab- <laughs> Abyss Abyss is. Carrying a
2: bisque bisque is carrying a a whole bunch of balloons Balloons? uh, because you know they are welcoming wwe to their stomping grounds
1: yes uh and then they make their way in there they bar actually they they just kind of walk over it's more road dog ron killings and uh conan that really barge yeah, their way shane, in
0: shane is actually not seen in the uh backstage area not immediately <laughs> he couldn't even get that far in
1: yeah so they start eating their catering and they start like just raising well, catering
0: Jake. Well, they had some salad. Salad? Yep. yep. Um, what else?
1: Uh, I, I, I had
2: something else. They like- oh,
4: mahi mahi!
3: <laughs> hey, 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 in there, play that tape, play Cooking Gate right now.
0: What y'all? You eating mahi mahi today? Tell why to, to come here. out here. I just want to get a
3: plate.
0: I just want to get some mahi mahi, man.
4: eat mahi mahi. If I can get a plate <laughs> of mahi mahi in Orlando.
1: <laughs> The Truth Killings, we got BG James, we got the big monster abyss, 6 foot 8, hundred and fifty pounds, <laughs> hey, with welcome balloons, things. you can't be any more welcoming than that, and Check back here you know, we got all. Tracy stop with her cookies hand. and her muffins. The best thing
0: <laughs> of all is that Ron Killings just went up and stole their mahi-mahi. <laughs> Man, they,
1: Road Dog just could not get over the fact they had mahi-mahi. He Mahi. wouldn't stop saying it. Well, he, he, it underst- 15 times, he understands, he understands comedy. He definitely
0: does. So when you hear something funny, you want to just keep Keep saying it. It'll come right back around again and be funny. We
2: never kill
4: jokes.
0: (laughs) I got to say, this is one of the most successful invasions that has been done. So it reminded me, so remember that that moment that uh, WWE has kind of uh, made revisionist history that when DX invaded uh, WCW and it changed the Monday Night Wars coming in on a tank. Right, it wasn't a tank. A a jeep, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) whatever vicious history right? yeah, effects, effect. yeah and uh, this is kind of the exact opposite you don't See, you didn't respect this they, they just
1: wanted to bring some cookies and muffins <laughs> they really Here, just wanted the mahi mahi here's here's,
2: here's here's why i think it's different because okay. they actually got fucking people on camera that's true.
4: They, they, they did have to blur people out.
2: They had to blur guys out. Uh, Active superstars.
4: There's, there's Possibly Rey
1: Mysterio or Ric Flair. One or the other. Depending definitely on who
2: you ask. ask. I'm leaning towards oh, Flair. Definitely Mysterio. It was oh. definitely Ray. Rey. Defin- and then some R- people
1: think the uh, tall guy was Luther Reigns. Some people say Eddie Guerrero was out there. So, he was too tall to be Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, I think it was Luther Reigns. He was a huge guy. But yeah, it was weird. It was weird all around. Cookie me? gate cookie gate cookie gate man it changed the business yeah and they ate they, they <laughs> ate their food yeah ron killings and did you
0: know that after that show after ron killings stole the mahi mahi and brought it over to road dog it changed the business forever because now tna started serving mahi mahi in their catering
4: <laughs> you know they actually couldn't afford mahi mahi
0: after the that's week. true that's actually
1: mikey true. for the guy that's supposed to be reading the observer for us. i didn't know how you didn't like read about yeah, this yeah wait a
0: second
2: yeah, I didn't. I didn't see anything. About it. I've never heard of Cookie Gate until <laughs> now. Didn't know this was a thing.
4: It was their thirtieth biggest moment on their top oh, on 100 their top one
1: hundred moments on uh, CNA DVD. I, I mean, I'm sorry
2: that I didn't know. I apologize.
4: As
1: uh, you should be. Yeah,
2: I apologize to us and our listeners. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, to make it up for you guys. Okay. Um, I'd like to discuss what else was happening in wrestling. Oh, I, I thought, thought you right. brought oh, mahi mahi. Please do. Uh, uh, so three weeks earlier, yes, three weeks earlier at the New Year's Revolution pay per view, Triple H won the world heavyweight title for the tenth time. Woo On january eighteenth, Pistol Pez Watley passed away of a heart attack. Oh, I didn't even know he
1: was sick. <laughs> oh Shaska Watley.
2: And here's here's a fun little tidbit. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin signed on with WWE Films to star in three movies with the company. This Ooh. would eventually com- uh, the become Condemned? The Condemned. Yeah. Now, Kane's movie was also in the early stages of production you no as well. See Evil. Correct. That is the original name, uh, that the, actually the name that they went with for that movie. The other uh, title that they were going with at this time was... Skullfucker? Th- nope. The Ice Cream Man. Ooh. E Y E I S scream, C R man. E A That's M amazing. MAN.
0: That's amazing. They should have went with
1: that. Ice yeah. cream man. We all scream for I cream.
2: I love that. <laughs> I thought that was a fun little uh tidbit. So yeah, those are the other things That's that were amazing. happening, along with Cookie Gate, in wrestling at this time. <laughs>
4: I just like to think that someone at TNA was like, this is going to get people to watch. Yes. Like, this is the moment. They played it. Mahi Mahi will be the thing <laughs> that gets them to watch TNA more.
1: They played it so much on TNA back in the day. They played it all the time.
0: I mean, if I was watching TNA at the time, I would have been sold. You also never watched TNA. Never. No. I And never you knew. knew about Cookie Gate? Well, before the ma- this? The Mahi Mahi. <laughs> So, so actually, I wasn't watching much wrestling at this time. Uh, I've talked about it recently on our Fight Before Christmas episode, where um, it was Batista that helped get me back into watching the shows regularly. His again. baby
1: face turn was so well done.
0: Well, it was well done, but watching this, I, I was kind of bummed. You know, that some of it seemed very telegraphed. Of course, but um, but they did it the right way. They followed through on it. And, they also,
2: and, um, it was as much as it was being telegraphed. They didn't. They let it burn. They they did it for a
1: long the, time. The best thing about Batista's turn was. He, while they strung Randy Orton along and <laughs> right. made him a babyface, Batista strung them along as heels and made that made him even smarter as a babyface, and that's why they liked him because he kept intimidating, he kept punking out Ric right. Flair, uh, Triple H, and that's why the fans liked him because he was because he'd do something. Because I watched the I saw the Raws leading up to this, and uh, they had a like beat the clock challenge, and Triple H said, "I bet you a hundred dollars you can't beat me." And uh, Trip, you can't beat my time. And Batista beat his time. And the next week, Batista's like, hey, Triple H, where's that 100 bucks you owe me? Yeah. And Triple H's like, yeah, Triple H, Rick, give him the money. He's like, no, I want it from you. <laughs> Triple H got super pissed, gave him the money. And Batista goes, I'm just kidding,
0: man. What are you going to so, get so mad? <laughs> Everything they did wrong with Orton, they did right with Batista. Yeah.
1: And it, you could tell that this babyface turn for Randy Orton did not catch on. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I just want, like, yeah. Yeah. It was a very short I, time, I, you could tell uh, with this match. I wasn't watching at this time, uh, so
2: I actually didn't see this pay-per-view when it happened. You well, guys, yeah. real quick.
0: I So apparently, no, Rui hey, and I, we, de- we definitely did. Oh, together. Because yeah. it was about halfway through the show that I realized, because I remembered what happened at the end of the Royal Rumble match and also a couple other bits on this show, we were definitely at either like a pizza place watching it or at Hooters at the time. Um, we were not watching it. Like anywhere else, but like at a bar. So it was like mm-hmm. I don't have like full total recall of it, but there were moments where I'm like, we've I've, I've watched this, and I wouldn't have gone to watch a pay per view without you, Rui. So you it's know, true.
4: I really I remember this from the ending. No spoilers on it, but I just I feel like that's a clip that's been shown a lot,
0: just yeah. because of what happened.
4: I'm not shown as
2: much. As I feel think. I I feel like it overshadows this pay per view. Like I like I said, I've never seen it up until watching it at this point. So I wasn't ro- watching wrestling at the time. My original question going back to this is why didn't Randy Orton's babyface turn work?
0: Because just what we just said, uh, even though it was a telegraph thing with Batista's turn, they let him be strong. They let him be smart.
1: Randy Orton beat Chris Benoit for the title. He beat a baby face for the title and then evolution turned on him as a heel getting turned on and now he's supposed to be the baby face, even though he just beat a baby face, and not only that, he got turned on by the heels and they beat the shit out of him mm. and he was already a shitty heel that they didn't
0: like. So they didn't have any reason to like
1: him. He's they, also a dick.
0: Yes they also made him stupid. So whereas Batista could see all the heel shenanigans coming from evolution. Right. Randy foolish enough to be like, oh we're all friends. Okay. And like it was he was just made to look inept.
2: I, just, I, I didn't realize the timeline was so close together going from Orton's turn ups from Orton's win and his being kicked out of Evolution to Batista's eventual turn. Yeah. I didn't realize it was so close together. Uh, and it yeah, really Orton's turn was up. at SummerSlam. Yeah.
0: And uh, one of the things I realized watching this pay-per-view is that in 2005 at the Royal Rumble, there are a lot of characters that are on the cusp of yes. becoming. Yep. And that goes for Orton because... They would walk back that baby face. It goes for him. Quickly. It goes
2: for Cena. It goes for Batista. It goes Edge. for Edge. It goes yeah. for uh, so
0: this is like a real Guerrero, Benoit.
2: It really is Jericho. Even
1: yeah.
0: So let's let's jump into it. Do you have let's any other notes, Lumberjake? Before we um, start it
1: off. Yeah, I I got a couple of uh, little. I well, I guess not. I, uh, the, the Mikey, don't you have the Sunday Night Heat match that took place before this?
2: Uh, the Sunday Night Heat match that took place before this was <laughs> a qualifying match. Nope, not a uh, qualifying match. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh um, a Maven beat Rhino on Heat
1: uh, with a cheap roll-up. Yeah, Rhino went for a uh, sunset w- flip and Maven fell on top of him. What? <laughs> and held on to the Maven, top row. Really? Maven, leading up to this, too, uh, kept trying to get
2: qualifying matches to get into the Rumble. Yeah, he was given multiple. So it never happened. Was
0: it? Was it last year? Was it the 2004 rum? Which the one The Undertaker? Was? Yeah, yeah I believe I? the 2004 was, was The 04. Undertaker,
1: yeah. Which was one of the That was a great moment too. They, great that's moment. a moment that's played also. Now with is. this uh, Ma- Maven here is a heel. What? yeah maven's a heel at heel this maven. Time. i don't remember that either yeah maven had uh he was yeah he was doing a really shitty heel gimmick at this time which was pretty cool and they eventually teamed him up with simon dean as his uh, personal trainer
0: um is it true that anthony green has modeled his entire career off of maven's heel turn
1: anthony green uh maven is his favorite wrestler <laughs> Legit- in the Legitimately. Entire world. and he was given the chance he's like hey promoter was like, hey, you can wrestle anyone you want. Who do you want to wrestle? He's like, Maven. <laughs> and they brought in Maven, and he wrestled Maven. Who was on his return tour. But, uh, yeah, Maven, uh, oh, nice. he had several trium- he like qualifying matches. He didn't win any of them. Right. Monday Night Raw, they really differentiated. If someone lost a qualifying match, then they weren't in it. SmackDown, it was all over the place. Just, like, people that won... God had another one and they lost, but they were still in and the other person got in.
0: It was fucking crazy. Well, some of the undercard. I mean, we'll get into it once we get to the rumble. Uh, I I
2: I really miss the different sets that they'd come up with. Yeah, like, this was really cool. It really tied into the uh, promo that we talked about with the West Side Story yeah. influence, um, and with like the steel girders. Yeah, it was just really cool, and I miss that.
0: They don't do that because once they went HD, they have the Every- HD set, right. and everything is just so boring.
2: Um, I also love how the SmackDown commentating team is at ringside while the, raw, the raw team. Ones. It's is almost
0: like Nitro was set setback. back. Yeah, I I didn't note I didn't note that because. Again, I wasn't watching at the time, so like that was Eric Bischoff's big thing. Like we're gonna put the commentaries up here. See, I
2: I liked it. So to me, a, a little change it's like different. that is different. That uh, you could you could tell the difference between the two teams, and I feel like this was the first time they really went into the split. Right, where they had the draft. That can't be true. They had the draft the year before. Did
0: they had right? the draft in two thousand two. The draft was it first, that long ago? Yes. No, because the original. So uh, wasn't it, th- it had to be 03 three? The brand then. split happened in two thousand two. No way. With Ric yes. Flair and uh, yeah, holy shit! Man. Because WWE ended in November of 01 when they did the alliance, and man, then Slayer so came in. Yeah. See, but t- so <laughs>
2: at this point, your theory's full of holes. No, I, so let me let me get back to that. So at this point, it's been a, f- a few years. Did they had they keep Raw and SmackDown separate to this point? Like yeah. where things yeah. That's what that was my question. Like I mean, things they would, been completely they would, separate. I don't know about they would that. They had, a, they had a SmackDown magazine. I feel for like Christ they would sakes. have matches. Oh no,
0: they definitely had a SmackDown. I feel like
1: they'd matches. have things that like Survivor Series, like brand matches, right. shit like that. But they that. still
2: had the brand separate pay per views. Like they. Oh yeah, they were still because, separate brands because when we get... except for the big four. When we yeah. get to the point in the Rumble, where spoiler alert, SmackDown versus Raw, and that they was, get into this that was big a fun ball, moment, it was. The crowd was going fucking ape shit for they it. Did go, they they were going. So to me, it's moment. like, a, wow, they really like they had to have done a good
0: job of keeping things
2: separate up till that point.
0: I think that might be a little bit of. I mean, I wasn't watching again. The week. Me neither. That's why I'm asking
1: yeah. this question. Um, this also is the very first time since the Wrestling Classic pay per view that there were no tag team matches featured on the pay per view. Wow.
0: Yeah. Fuck mm. the tag teams. They've always hated tag. teams. You know teams. what? That's
1: True. I didn't. I didn't miss it,
2: especially. On this show, Uh, it probably
4: would have been some weird makeshift team. Anyway,
0: were
1: there four matches and then the Rumble? Yeah, so that's all you need: the two title matches and then uh, one SmackDown match, and then our opening contest, which was Shawn Michaels taking on Edge. Man, this is a uh, this was a long burning feud since Taboo Tuesday when Shawn Michaels won a voting over Edge. To become the heavyweight champion, to become the match limbo contender for the heavyweight champion, Edge interfered in the match, cost Shawn Michaels. Shawn legitimately tore his meniscus in the match, and it was blamed on Edge. So Edge would focus on Shawn's knee and he would talk shit about him. And so was that
0: Edge's heel turn? Was that his his heel like?
1: Yeah, yeah. He yeah. W- he walked out of a match with Chris Benoit that same night on Taboo Tuesday, and he next night he turned heel. Or that night he turned heel on Shawn and cost him the match and leading up to it he was very bitter at Sean It's all new to me. Yeah. And uh
0: So how far so away
1: oh. in elimination at the elimination chamber match which was at the pay-per-view before this like earlier in the month? 3 weeks earlier. Sean Michaels uh cost edge the match cuz he was the referee super kicked edge and yeah. and this that led into this feud. I I did what Rui does for this match. I
2: Got excited for, to I saw who the two wrestlers were and I was like, man, I'm excited for this. Really? Cause yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Shawn Michaels. Early Edge here in his heel roll. Mm. I mean, <laughs> just I've never heard of this match before or uh, after. Like was, it's
1: not a match that is like. I was excited for this match, but the match.
0: At, at least towards the beginning of the match, didn't quite click to me. You're absolutely right on that. And um, I was going to ask, how far away are we from the actual Rated R Superstar?
1: Uh, wasn't the Rated R, R- Superstar until 2006? Well, so because I remember I that, that at less New Year's... year, yeah. Well,
0: at New Year's Revolution 2006, when I was watching, was when they pulled the trigger mm-hmm. on Edge beating Cena with the money in the bank. Yes. So he had to have become Rated R around WrestleMania. No, that was he-
1: actually New Year's Revolution 2005. Really? Yes, because uh, at. Oh, he didn't win the title in 2005. Yes, because uh, at uh, SummerSlam 2006, he was already the rated R superstar. Right,
0: but we're watching the 2005 Royal Rumble right now, which he- was in January.
1: Right, and the New Year's Revolution is in no.
0: 2006 in the New Year.
1: No, it was two. Th- no, 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 it was, uh, yes. th- it was no. the end of 2005. Uh, I'm
0: pulling it up right now. Okay, okay you do, do, that. That. do
1: that. Talk about um, the match. Um, So, m- man, as much as there Jesus were is gonna look like such a fucking <laughs> jackass <laughs> in about 20 seconds. You guys just wait for it. It's gonna be <laughs> glorious.
2: Um, as much as uh, there <laughs> He's were have some pickups, egg
1: on the head. <laughs> All
2: right, well, lumberjack,
1: where'd you get that egg from?
2: I've been carrying it. It's <laughs> leftover from the egg challenge, egg roulette challenge which yep. you can check out it's on uh, threewaytheater.com
1: so this match didn't initially click with me at the very beginning right and I think that was just you know Edge <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't mean to oh, interrupt you oh, oh.
0: on January 8th 2006 oh. Edge defeated John Cena by cashing in Money in the Bank after the Elimination Chamber match to win the WWE oh Champion.
1: man Jake has egg on his face <laughs> Jake come here for a second oh. Oh. it was hard boiled <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh so yeah so about a year
0: okay so but then he won money in the bank right or uh, how did he get money in the bank would that uh, have been WrestleMania, wrestlemania that was this so, year's wrestlemania So then he must have been rated r he must have developed the rated r persona right around mania time right
1: do you think it was after the wrestlemania well, because he put this,
0: i remember he put the sticker on the briefcase yeah the,
1: the r sticker yeah
0: um so actually that may have been the second
1: briefcase oh yeah because he won twice Oh, Man, this is just, this is all it's like it's all the blended, blended work. together. Yeah. yeah, I never
4: realized Edge won Money in Bank twice. Um, yeah, he, well uh, he stole one he from did, Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, he right? didn't win the second one. Oh, he, he, he beat Mr. Kennedy. One, yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> but um, there's a point in this match where things aren't just going as I would think they are. And then Edge hits this really brutal baseball slide on Shawn Michaels, and I'm like, okay. very in yeah. the beginning. Yeah, yes. Because Shawn misses one, Edge gets in, hits him with a – He just, just kicked him so hard.
0: I'm like, all right. Well, for me, I don't think it was until the spear on the outside yeah. mm-hmm. that the spear um, on the outside was
4: great. That
0: Edge started working the crowd, so we actually started getting heat because everything before that was just kind of basic wrestling back and forth, and the crowd was into Michaels, but they weren't really reacting to what Edge was doing. There's
1: a there was a lot of random bleeding in this match. Like someone got it looked like someone got cut on the arm. Edge was bleeding Edge. from the mouth at this and point. Edge was bleeding at, from the mouth. The it was weird. Yep. Um, I actually loved the point after after watching as much of this like feud develop as I did when Edge walked out on the match and like uh, after all he fucking did to get this match with Shawn Michaels and after all the shit talking he's gonna walk out on it and that's when Shawn went to get him Mike Kyota was uh, pulling Shawn away and then Edge hit him with the spear on the outside I thought that was a nice little build up right there and also there's a guy in the front row with a flip phone with the antenna. Hold up! I'm like, man, (laughs) 2005. He was talking on the phone
4: and like flexing at one point later on. (laughs) No, you can totally see right now. Yeah, (laughs) do you see me? Yup.
1: What was everyone's favorite spot of the match? Uh, My favorite spot of the match was the sweet chin music countering into the 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 electronic. I said the same. Me too. That was fantastic.
2: JC, are you gonna make it a foursome? I sure am.
1: Yeah! Yeah. What a, what a fucking move what a counter so good because you don't see the electric chair nope. that
4: much or done correctly yeah so I feel like seeing the counter into the electric
1: chair was great yeah
0: I th- I love that fucking spot without knowing what was what the finish actually was going to be I was kind of just I wanted the match to be over and Man. when they did the small package finish, I was like, that should have been the finish. And then they immediately went to the finish right after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, alrighty then.
1: Shawn Michaels I, was definitely in the ropes, but he got himself out of the ropes
2: <laughs> also for the finish. I was actually surprised Edge went over. Um so that was good.
0: I know I don't I don't want to speak for Rui, but I know that for us, like Edge and Christian, Christian was like the fave. Like we always joked about how even during Edge singles matches, Christian would do a run and then take all the bumps. And Edge, you know, Edge was just the guy that everybody pegged as the main event. Center, but Christian <laughs> was doing all the work.
4: Christian was the workhorse, and I feel like later in the pay-per-view, he had one of my favorite vignettes. Oh, yes. Where I actually yes. Oh, it and oh showed it to yes. Drench,
1: we'll get amazing. to it. Um, I'm so excited.
0: But it just, it, it really showed me, it, it took the rated R superstar gimmick, it was taking the heat, being paired with Lita, that finally gave Edge that traction, mm-hmm. because here- It gave I, him an edge. I, I, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, god. Or you
4: could say it sharpened his edge. Ooh. Oh, okay. Wow. Copyright.
0: So we get our first
1: backstage vignette, which is Number Drawing. Man, I was excited to see this as well. Yup. Like, um, this is something that you saw in the early days of the Rumble. Um, you either got that or you got the like the pre-show vignette where you got like 10 guys in a row while cutting promos. Mm-hmm. Those was mm-hmm. always fun. Why they're going to win the Rumble? But we, yeah. we get Eddie Guerrero and Ric Flair. <laughs> Could you have asked for anyone better? So be first doing... these
2: two guys come out like, man, what a, what a pair are these guys. Yeah, like? What's right? going on?
1: I didn't know. It's like it's like at the Oscars when you had two people <laughs> come out like, wow, what a power team. <laughs> I actually thought
4: Eddie Guerrero looked like he stole his dad's suit because the suit Suit just looked so large. I know it's like that Zoot suit well, style. Well, I mean, That
0: suit was stolen. Yeah, yeah, like, nothing. Stolen. Nothing he wears <laughs> is actually his. It's Whole thing. Right now, show why, 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 would, why would you think that? He stole. Why would I think Eddie Guerrero's yeah, stole suit? Yeah. Why would you suit? think that? Why do you look at me like I'm a, a like because I'm a fucking he lies, idiot. He, he cheats, he and he squeals. squeals. Okay. Wee! <laughs> Wee! <laughs>
1: Mankind. Yeah, he squeals.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I think what Mike's it's called, alluding it's called to
2: a softball. was setting you up for it, motherfucker. You look you like I'm a fucking idiot. We,
1: we do the a next, podcast. The next we WTF moment people, for Christ's sake. WTF moment next Holy year. shit! Mike doesn't understand Eddie gross gimmick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, and that's what it'll turn into, <laughs> too, with your revisionist history. It's canon. It's canon. I remember told Mikey the other didn't
1: day, you I don't do wipe your hands that. after pooping. Jesus. <laughs> she was disgusted.
0: Christ. <laughs> he won a peaky. <laughs> he did win a peaky for it.
1: Two years in a row, that guy.
0: Um, I So we have, what, Christy Hemi from Raw and Tori from SmackDown uh, yeah, as, the Christy Hemi. as the ball Hemi. girls. Christy Hemi had
1: oh. won the 2004 uh, Raw Diva Search. Her ass was hungry, right? Yeah, oh, it sure was. She did a split on a pie. Mm-hmm. Now, me and Mikey watched a little clip from the old Raw Diva Search. The Raw Diva Search actually uh, it bred a lot of of uh, people that ended up wrestling and being hired shortly thereafter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, me and Mikey watched a short clip of it during a Diss the Diva segment. Man. Wait, was
0: that The Rock? Was The Rock there for that? No, nope. that was the pie-eating contest.
1: Uh. Diss the Diva was hosted by Stacey Keebler. And uh, Maria, it started off with Maria getting eliminated. Maria Canellas, uh, she gave the double middle finger to Carmella. This uh, another woman, not the Carmella. Oh, oh diff- money. Different de Not different Mella, Mella. Carmella de Caesar, and um, all the other girls she stabbed
0: in the back. Well, well, uh-huh. it's funny to
1: say that all the other four contestants proceeded to cut the most brutal, vile, Holy disgusting shit. promos about her, calling her a cum-burping whore, Yes. calling her- Wait, and you didn't send us
4: this video? You sent us Cookie Gate, <laughs> but yeah. this video you didn't send us. <laughs> Correct. Cum-guzzling
0: mahi-mahi. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> For Mike Paver to be disgusted, that's I'm impressive. i grossed and, out. And I'll tell you what, get your new cum-guzzling mahi-mahi shirts now on Public. <laughs> Last last three-way popular, that would that be that a would thing. Sell.
1: <laughs> But like they, they all, they were all swearing to, and just, on live TV, uh, uh, saying that she
2: should, she looks better with a cock in her mouth. <laughs> uh, um,
1: yeah, saying that she had a gap so wide you could drive a truck through it. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, the end of the attitude era.
0: It was Not 2004. There's, there's like four more years <laughs> yeah. of the other. Oh, no, it's ruthless aggression. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, don't get confused. It's ruthless know, aggression. As, as
2: oh. fucking brutal as that was, yep. in this time period, 2005, like looking out in that crowd for this pay-per-view, the crowd is still hot. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Eddie like,
4: Guerrero was so over in the like,
2: rumble. And it's something you don't... And it made me think, like, what what changed? Oh, yeah. A year later. Chris Benoit killed his family and himself. Two years later, and then
1: yeah, Eddie Guerrero was dead a and year then, later. Like it oh. was later that year. He later on at the in end the of year.
0: 2005, Eddie Guerrero passed away.
1: No, you didn't. He, JC's gonna look like such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he finds out. <laughs>
0: because Beat in the 2006 in. Royal Rumble, Rey Mysterio won for, for Eddie. Eddie. Guerrero. Oh, but we're oh, right. speaking
1: of Eddie. Him and Ric Flair drawing the oh, goddamn oh, yeah. numbers. Amazing. Fucking. He draws his number. He's not. He's a little not happy with it. Ric Flair draws his number. He's psyched. Fucking couldn't be happier. He's wooing. He's fucking partying. He puts it in his pocket. He's ready to go. Eddie gives him a hug, congratulates him, walks out. And everyone's like, "Rick, what number did you get?" And he pulls it out and shows them all, cocky and happy. And uh, they're like, um, "You sure about that one?" <laughs> and uh, he looks at. He's like, Guerrero. Guerrero stole my number. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so good. Um, what I what I loved most about this segment is that they didn't even try to have Eddie Guerrero steal the the the. Nope. They just like hug. He gave him a real hug. Yep, real hug, and then they just already, already switched. Had it. Yeah.
1: Yep. Because that's because with Eddie Guerrero, he's like magic. It's fucking
0: really? magic, JC. What? Yeah.
1: Next up, real magic. Uh huh. Next up, we get uh, the best promo of the night: Ugh. Snitsky and Heidenreich.
4: I forgot about both of them, and seeing them
1: just gave me nightmares. Okay, ready,
2: lumberjack? Let's go. I really like you, Gene. I really like you, John. But I really hate caskets. I
1: don't like caskets either, but I got an idea this is so creepy because this is exactly what it was like. Me <laughs> and <laughs> my are so close. Uh, s-
4: my notes you- said lots of eye contact and use each other's first names <laughs> a lot.
2: I'll tell you right now, me and Liberty did not practice that. No.
0: <laughs> uh, it was pretty good. It was right on the spot. Well, you guys are both lifelong Heidenreich and Snitsky. I That's mean, great. yeah.
1: It's not his fault. Uh, Snitsky had debuted in September of 2004, hitting Kane in the back with a chair and having him crush Lita and cause a miscarriage. Oh. That, was that. that was his debut? That he was his he was, debut. He debuted in the ring, no entrance. He was just oh, wow. like a job guy. It was just, he made it seem like he was going to be a job guy. Hit came with the chair, crushed a miscarriage. Angle. His debut
2: was a miscarriage. It was a womb goof,
1: a womb goof. And the next week, he punted a baby into the crowd. <laughs> Is plastic- that real? Plastic- it was a doll baby. It wasn't a real baby. <laughs> nope, a real wait, baby. No
0: real baby. Wait, now believes a real baby was kicked into the crowd. <laughs> WTF that's all, moment? That's also canon. <laughs> now you know how it feels. <laughs> Leading up to our next match, Undertaker versus Heidenreich. Man, so. Were the rumors true at the time... This is me kind of going back and reading some of, like, Observer Notes. Was Heidenreich supposed to be an unfrozen Nazi? The man that... Okay. So the guy that pitched
1: the angle of Heidenreich... His idea was that Heidenreich is an unfrozen Nazi. He was a frozen Nazi, and now he's an unfrozen Thought Nazi. Thought out in
0: 2004, ready to go. By jump. Paul Heyman, the oh. son of
1: concentration camp survivors. Which what? is true. I can't believe this. Vince McMahon stood up, said... That's the most ridiculous thing I ever heard, and he left the office for the rest of the day. Amazing! All right. wow. So Vince thought
0: something was in Bortes,
1: and that directly led to that uh, that writer being fired. All right. However, All right. Heidenreich did end up being managed by Paul Heyman. He was not managed by Paul Heyman that this night because a couple weeks prior, him and Paul Heyman had a handicap casket match against The Undertaker, which Paul Heyman got put into the casket. and Wasn't he was, heard from again. Yes. Yeah, <gasps> he was fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. But yeah, um, man, Undertaker has these great... Great odds everyone that hates them is are horrified of <laughs> caskets. Yeah, like, they really
2: they really not scared of anything except for caskets. Except for caskets. For
1: caskets. It's all, it's like how everyone happened to be afraid of snakes when Jake Roberts wrestled them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that was their biggest fear in the entire world. Oh, like so Ruys. when uh, <laughs> <laughs> <with> rubber snakes.
4: <laughs> Um, I also find it funny because normally when something is your specialty match, you lose it all the time. But I can only think of like one, maybe two times that Undertaker actually lost.
1: Well, that's funny the you say that, match. Rui Batello, because I've got the Undertaker's uh, casket match odds. Oh, you uh, mean his record in his televised casket matches at this point in his career? He was five, five, and one in televised wow. in Wait, how do you tie a
4: casket match? Do both guys go in? Him and Kane had a no or contest. No guys they going. they both oh. broke
1: the casket That's when they were wrestling. Awesome. They both went inside and they broke it from the inside. That's amazing. Awesome. Uh, as of today, Undertaker's current casket match record is 12-6-1. Oh, so
4: he, he got the record up.
1: And this is his third match... Uh, his third casket match out of Royal Rumble and he's lost both of the ones before this one
4: hmm. I was going to say because it was the one with Yokozuna, Yoko. Yokozuna? where he got the Royal Rumble, like 94, Royal Rumble
1: Ships of the Night yes.
4: Undertaker being lifted up yes yeah. when he was resurrected yeah. Yeah. and he also
1: lost uh, the 1998 Royal Rumble to Shawn Michaels and then Kane set it on fire sure did uh, I, I love how one druid goes into business for himself and shows his face as he comes <laughs> out to the ring I'm like you know what alright I hey, was curious hey, to know I who was who on TV. Um,
0: I, the pomp and circumstance for a Heidenreich match does, what, 15 minutes of Gaga where even Taz on commentary being like, let's get this thing going. Well, here's... The, <laughs>
1: yeah, <Undertaker laughs> That's was, a good Taz. Undertaker was working double... Yeah, that was a great straight Taz. as um, <laughs> uh, the night goes on. <laughs> Undertaker was working, like, double speed for Heidenreich. He was, like, doing arm drags and he was just going all it as fast he could. The
4: international reverse the hip toss hits the hip toss on hide and right and then an arm drag. I was like I'm like, what is going on?
1: Undertaker with the debut, with like the debut of his MMA shit throws a triangle choke. Well he's yep. also in
0: man, uh, Undertaker suck. in his in his legendary career in WWE has had some real awkward hair phases. He's also and had some really he bad is, opponents. He is currently i can get over the bad opponents. <laughs> the awkward hair phase that's really it's tough to take him seriously. Because by is this it point, tough to undertake him seriously? That's 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 true. Uh, because he was the Booger Red Big Evil before Booger returning Red. as the undead phenom at WrestleMania twenty. And he's been growing his hair out ever since, but he's you know, almost a year later he's just still not quite there probably
1: snipping in a little bit trying to help it grow fucking Undertaker chokes out uh Heidenreich but Snitsky comes and helps and breaks it up hey guys Gene Snitsky here oh hey Snitsky are you gonna help <laughs> are you gonna sell that power cooker to us <laughs> yes <laughs> I have a question do you think Heidenreich
4: is Donovan DiJack's dad because like yes. I feel like a side profile I hope not <laughs> looks like I, I'm like that looks like DiJack to me yeah uh, sorry um, DiJack.
1: Heidenreich is legitimately fucking crazy and uh, he's awful and in his push up until this match made him look terrible like very bad
4: i want to see made himself look terrible
1: uh, um
0: i, I want to see a yeah Heiden, i want to see a heidenreich pco tag team I, I i i'm
1: gonna be honest with you i i like this match you're insane are you are you kidding
4: no hey, he's serious i really
1: like this match. are insane when fucking okay, hold on stop <laughs> There
2: was a part in this match that I really enjoyed. Okay. That being said, it had nothing to do with the rest of the match. (laughs) Yeah. uh (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh-huh. You know. uh, Just go for it.
0: Fucking Kane pops out of the casket. Not just pops out of the casket. Uh, this match has been going on for a few minutes. Phew. and Taker's starting to get rolled toward the casket. Yeah, Snitsky and Heidenreich are dragging him towards the casket. And it's like, oh shit! Here There's it comes.
1: There's nothing. That, this is over
0: with for the Undertaker. Uh-huh. And then Snitsky What's gonna throws happen?
1: the casket open. That's oh my god! That's it's not true. true. The referees, the referees lifted the casket the up, and boom, Kane's inside. And people go, crazy. People go ape shit. They go banana. Talk Kane, about
4: awkward hair faces. It's when Kane shaved the
1: first half of his head. Yeah, I like That's that.
4: Because
1: That's because the fine. front of his head was burnt. And yeah, duh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then Kane gets so
0: out. He's like, You killed my unborn son, and starts fighting with Snitsky. And then now, Undertaker was like, Who, me? Oh, no, we're cool. I right? <laughs> oh, just murdered your parents? <laughs> All right, cool. Now, prior to this point,
2: Kane, a few weeks before. Prior on Raw had choke slammed Snitsky off of off the stage, of the stage, the stage through some tables. That's why they're
1: all bandaged up and banged uh, up. Yes, uh, we haven't seen Kane since then, but however, Snitsky's just walking no, around. No, no, we've seen we've seen Kane since then. Okay. I mean, Kane won a qualifying match for the Royal Rumble (laughs) in a triple threat match against Gene Snitsky and Maven.
2: You're right. I actually have that
1: written down somewhere. (laughs) And they were both so hurt. Maven ran over and just started punching Kane in the arm and Kane (laughs) dropped to the ground because he was so hurt from going off the stage.
0: Kane's never been so weakened in his entire life. Snitsky still has a black eye. Like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and then
2: he just appeared in the casket and blew my mind. I'm just
0: glad that there wasn't a point previous to this where somebody tried to put somebody in the casket. It would have been really embarrassing. Yeah. Like if Undertaker was winning and was gonna roll Heidenreich in there, like, oh, Kane! Hey. But he didn't. What's up? it worked perfect. No, he
1: wasn't in there at that time. Also He was uh, only in there after Undertaker needed him.
0: Michael Cole yeah. says for Undertaker and for Heidenreich, and then for Kane and Snitsky, that both of these uh, these duos here, they're their arch rivals. Yes, <laughs> they're correct Nemesis. Yeah. I
4: actually have that as a note.
0: Now <laughs> Can you get? Uh, so I was gonna ask. At least in the in the, for Kane for Undertaker and. Do you think that's overestimating the
1: importance of Gene Snitsky and Heidenreich? I think. Yes. I think yes. here's the thing.
2: Snitsky and Heidenreichs. Arch uh-huh. nemesis oh,
1: is Kane,
2: and oh. Undertaker and Not the other way <laughs> oh. around
1: Snitsky's oh. arch rival is fetuses <laughs> Feet he- high. Heidenreich's are the Jews <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah uh, sorry Is, is, those are is it one. racist? Is, is it racist? You decide mm. um, So in this awesome moment Heidenreich uh, crushes the Undertaker to death Between the casket and the fucking ring that, that was pretty brutal Yeah.
2: With the leg drop right?
1: No, when he throws the casket into the Undertaker yeah. who was oh, on, oh, so yes, no, into so the Undertaker apron underneath the ring. Yes, no, he wasn't he was right under there. He just happened to be laying under the apron. He it, it, he did a good job of of covering
2: it at the last second. That was really I, cool I, and it looked really good for everybody else.
1: And then the Undertaker hit that gnarly fucking leg drop in then, on that was my spot of, my of, the, spot match. of the match.
2: Undertaker sandwiches Hideyrek between the ring and the lid of the casket <laughs> and the leg drops the fuck out
1: of no him. No
4: fe- like no caring about how Heiden Ray is going to be for this. He no. kills him with so, that leg drop.
1: Michael Cole says, uh, vintage Undertaker with a twist. So I only assume <laughs> he had a lemon in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would
2: have much rather have seen this as a tag team match leading into WrestleMania. So I was going to ask. Like, we
0: never pl- got it. Were the pl- I, I had to assume that originally the plans were to build this to Mania. Right. Like, to do this tag match.
4: After how bad this match was, they should have released Hyden Wright.
1: I, I wouldn't say it was a bad match. <laughs> um, if <laughs> you the ma- wouldn't, I would. If the match had
0: ended there, I would agree with you. I'd Wright um, did take a bad choke slam. A very bad choke slam. I, I'll admit that. Hulk Hogan level. We, oh, we skipped we skipped the last match to see how long this felt for me. But I want you to oh. be sure to ask me at the end of this. By the way, how, how long, long did uh, Edge and Shawn Michaels feel to you? Uh, 48 minutes. 48 minutes. <laughs> Wow. That's my answer That's how long it felt for me Shawn Michaels and Edge Yep, <laughs> it, it only
1: went 1832 Yep felt like 48
4: So I will say Heidenreich has some of the worst punches And I think he connected with Taker on a few Because then connect, like, You could kind of see Taker start like Hitting him back on the forehead a few times Yeah just
1: bopping him back trying to calm him down So
0: Rui I have a question for you What would you yes. say Heidenreich does well
4: Walk
1: to the ring?
4: Hide Disagree. In, right. Disagree.
1: <laughs> 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 that's all I got.
4: Literally walk to the ring.
1: Um, JC, after Undertaker hit Tombstone, that's all she wrote. Uh, how long did that match feel to you? So are
0: we including the pre-match uh, setup of the casket? Mm. No, no. No? Just the
1: match. Bell to bell.
0: <sighs> 22 minutes.
1: Jesus. Wow. I said like 14 it was a thirteen twenty. Good guess, Rui.
0: You're overshooting, man.
1: Well, I'm just Whoa. telling you how it felt. <laughs> Why? I mean, it man, did feel
2: bad. I am with J
4: C. This well,
1: Yeah, but you
2: you also put Edge and, and Michaels in that same like boat. Like was that it wasn't that bad? In, until the
4: spear
1: on the outside, then it man. picked up. It, um, it just took a while for them to click. Um I just wanna say uh at WrestleMania, Undertaker would defend his streak, but it was not against Heidenreich. It was against Randy Orton. Who would end up in the pre-show battle royal won by Booker T. Mm-hmm. Heidenreich was in the
0: pre-show battle it royal. And was Snitsky not on the show at all? Uh, he may I'll have be been in the, the battle, battle royal. royal, yeah.
1: Um,
2: Undertaker, real quick... Uh Best pair striker in the Derby. No, yeah, uh, no, he takes. He goes into the stairs and takes this awful bump where he lands on his head. Oh, if you yeah. You go back and what? He tries to do the flip over the uh, thing, but he yep. just he doesn't. He barely gets over. And the camera <laughs> say that it. again. Barely <laughs> gets over. Um,
0: my favorite straight Taz um, commentary in this match was. uh <laughs> cool someday you're going to be in a casket and a lot of people are going to be happy
1: <laughs> <laughs> holy that fuck. was back when joking about people's deaths
0: <laughs> was still cool Yeah, uh, they were like nope this is never going to bite us in the ass
2: <laughs> oh, Holy shit! so uh, Snitsky and Heidenreich try to suplex the Undertaker oh, oh man oh. and H- Heidenreich just doesn't Fall? Oh,
1: yeah, he's like, nope.
2: He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just, we're just we, hard we, pass. Uh, and Undertaker almost like legitimately died again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How many <laughs> lives does that guy have? Nine. Well, oh, oh, is he a cat? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Ruby's like a cat. At, didn't
0: you see at the the WrestleMania where he put his uh gimmick all in the center of the ring? He also put his cat tail and ears. That's true. I yeah. remember that.
1: <laughs> his hat had little cat. Ears. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's also what he did in his match with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, <laughs> Brock was beating him, I was like, "Meow!" Yeah! <laughs> That's my defense mechanism, as learned in the fight before Christmas. Our bonus zone <laughs> callback. Oh. So we get another segment where Eddie is being accused of <laughs> stealing from Ric Flair. Yeah, and the fucking goddamn funniest thing, Teddy Long goes, "Eddie, give it back to him." He's like, "What?" He's like, "Give it back." We all know you have it. Give it back to him. He has his hand out. Eddie, and Eddie Guerrero pulls out a wallet and gives Rick, that son of a bitch! He's <laughs> <laughs> wallet! I thought my it was wallet? Teddy Long's, and then it
4: being Flair's was even way oh better. Oh, my God. He's well, so much it better. was
2: also a thick-ass wallet. Huge y- old huge man, man wallet. And, yeah, old man grew grandpa's wallet. <laughs> Fucking, uh, and Ric Flair at that point still didn't know that his wallet was taken at that yes. point, which was great, What too. a reveal.
4: Well, it took him to show the number for him to realize the number was taken. I mean, we all knew what numbers they had, which... Great. What are the
1: odds of the first two people that draw their numbers? You know what? I don't give a fuck. That's what I love about. <laughs>
0: That's what I love about wrestling. Well, yeah. If you can listen, if you commit to the bit, yeah.
1: I'm fine with it. it can be you know. And I really like Eddie, uh, Teddy Long, and uh, Eric Bischoff's banter all night. Right, because, going back yeah. and forth because they have to be there for the number drawing right. and everything.
0: Yep. So was st- and again my i was not watching at the time but stephanie mcmahon was originally like the general manager at some point right yeah and then teddy long took the job from her yeah when did kurt angle be an evil professor xavier gm where that he was, was, uh, that, was a, that was a little bit before this where
1: he uh, was was chokeslammed off of a uh, parking garage right by, by a big show okay and he was put in the garage he was in a uh he was in a wheelchair. He was in a wheelchair like Professor Xavier. his ball just rolling around in that he, chair. And then Kurt Engel was revealed as being the uh, masked luchador that was costing Eddie Guerrero his match. Wow, man. Really? Yeah. It was a whole so thing. So crazy. crazy. SmackDown was a good thing back then.
0: Well, I, I mean, so I was really trailing off in 2002, and Heyman was originally the booker for SmackDown. Yeah. And um, who's... Uh, I don't know who's doing Raw, but like SmackDown was definitely the, the superior show. Who's the, who's the, who's the current... Booker? Stephanie McMahon? No,
1: who's the current booker for SmackDown? Right now is Road Dog. Well, Mahi Mahi! that oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Mahi
0: Mahi <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Remember to get your cum guzzling Mahi Mahi shirts now on Three Way Theaters T Public Store. So after uh, Rick and Eddie
1: <laughs> leave, the cameras are still rolling, John Cena strolls on <laughs> <in> <laughs> there. and then Christian <laughs> in there along with Tom Co. And Christian's like, you know, I can beat you in a rap battle any time, any day of the week, John Cena. Tomko, give me a beat. No. No.
0: That was that a that was a meme for the longest time the Dude, longest time. So and that's how again I remembered us definitely watching this pay-per-view back then what, because we popped huge. What a brilliant Tom Cruise. No.
1: It, it was just under perfect. it was just perfect, just so good. Being Christian straight man and
4: just
2: kind of going along with it. Yeah. Now, do you think that Cena's raps age well? <laughs> no. Not oh. not, yeah. not in the way that they were like bad like the homophobe oh
0: yeah? yeah definitely well uh, when we re-air them and get him kicked off Daddy's Home 3 it's gonna. oh no really I love that series
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god at the end of Daddy's Home t- uh, 1 when John Cena takes off his helmet and it's really John Cena that's the entire point of that movie and then the entire point of Daddy's Home 2 is to reveal at the end that it's really and then you have to bleep this out because I, I don't want to I don't want to really spoil it for everyone it was <laughs> fucking <Daddy>? Sully Sullenberger <laughs>
0: That's the big surprise. You really just spoiled it? Yep. Daddy's Home 2 has been out for like two years. Yep, I saw it in theaters. If you haven't seen it yet, (laughs) get on with it.
1: Spoiler for that. Sully Sullenberger (laughs) at the very end. That's the last thing you're going to see. It's boom. That's the big surprise at the end of it.
0: To be clear, spoiler for Daddy's Home 1. The stepdad is John Cena at the yeah, very end. Yeah, that's also
1: a spoiler, yeah. but even yeah. newer spoiler. It's spoiler for Daddy's Home 2. Yes, they really. And John Let's is divorced too. Yeah, also. That's oh, a shit. big reveal. Uh huh. Uh huh. You don't know after the entire movie. And <laughs> then you. The, they go
4: over in Daddy's Home. <laughs> home. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> here on the Daddy's Home podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh,
2: <my> Daddy's <laughs> sleeping on the couch uh, th-
4: Don't really? wake Daddy. <laughs> I feel like the John Cena character, the rap... <laughs> I'll try to bring this back. Okay. Thank you. Um, try. The, the rapping John Cena could not happen in 2018. Rapping Christmas
0: presents like in Daddy's Home Too? Yeah,
4: in fact. <laughs> <laughs> Unwrapping love in Daddy's Home too And
1: then, he's, then he gets found out at <laughs> an improv group. That's when the big reveal happens.
0: Um, oh. So to answer your question, Mike, <laughs> yes, he would get a lot of heat on him for some of his comments that he was making.
4: Yes. 100%. 100%.
0: Thanks. It was <laughs> funny, though. So, um, I'm surprised you weren't going to do the rap. Nah. Is it because Bruce Prichard already did it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Aw. Don't need to do it. All right.
0: Just checking. Fair enough. Um, it was it was great, and it was one of those things was. where, again, you had that that hope upon hope that, oh, they're finally going to start pushing Christian. No, Christian's nah. chance didn't just never happened.
2: Now, how long after this did Christian leave for TNA?
0: He didn't leave until October of what year? This uh, two thousand five. So basically, he made it. <laughs> Stop it. He uh, made it through the the draft where he actually got a triple threat match. With uh, oh, yeah, in Jericho, was that Steel oh, wow. Cage? No, it was just a triple threat match for the world title, mm-hmm. and that, it was also Jericho's last match. That
1: was also featured on the greatest world title matches of all time, like DVD. I got way back, really? It was like a yeah, it was a timeline of all the matches, and that was one of them. It was really, really, yeah, it was a really weird choice to make. That's
0: very weird. Um, he uh then got drafted to SmackDown where he immediately started doing jobs to Batista and Booker T. And then he was actually working WWE without a contract and did all of his dates and then his last show I believe was like a Taboo Tuesday okay where he showed up even without a contract to be one of the potential, you know, nominees that could be voted into the match
1: like an intercontinental title match exactly in and he wasn't
0: voted and then I think he did one TV job the next night on SmackDown and, and then he, he was took off well, then he went to TNA uh, he debuted in uh, November
4: Christian Cage that was a huge so thing before we go to the next match I just want to say I saw this and I had to take a picture of it it honestly looks like Monster Mac is there behind Taz holy right, freaking crap a, right it, after I'm sure that is them that's hilarious that's but, I mean it's in California, it's in that's, California. that's kind of, but there's like two guys <laughs> two guys wearing no mascaras mask, friends of the show exact same mask as and
0: correct me if I'm wrong if I'm wrong is that a penis in Taz's mouth Gay <laughs> taz! oh, that's gay Taz! Ah, bah, 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 bah.
4: I actually wrote my notes to remind myself to show that photo. Will uh, is we'll this
0: w- WWE Taz song the same as the Roman Reigns music? Yes. Bonner, bonner, bonner. It is. Oh. So yeah. you wanna be a thug superstar? Just another victim. I
2: will throw that picture up on throughwaythunder dot oh, Um. Shit,
1: I just <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next up, we got the Triple Threat title match. And you guys want a great storyline.
0: Yeah, tell us what it could be. So
1: this uh, this whole started with Team Angle tranquilizing and shaving the Big Show's head. They shot him with real tranquilizers. Well, maybe not real tranquilizers. <laughs> but they shot him with real darts. Yeah, that was a real thing.
2: And then uh, took pose with him as if he was a giant bear that which they was had just hilarious. shot. Which was so good.
1: And they shaved him. And that uh, started that whole feud. Uh-huh. But then. Uh, you know, the cabinet was JBL's group. Uh-huh. Who was the count? The, who was the other heel faction?
0: The Basham brothers.
1: N- no, they were part of. Uh, okay, yeah, they were part of the cabinet. It was hold on. It was them. It was Orlando Jordan. It was Amy Weber. Amy Weber. Yes. Ba-ba-ba-boom. Friend of the show. Yup. Uh, she, she was on an episode
0: of Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm, and yeah. She was also a softcore porn actress. Really nice. Good for her. Yeah. Good for me. <laughs> Um, and then we had
1: Team Angle, which consisted of Kurt Angle, Luther, Reigns, and Mark Jindrak. Yeah. Man,
0: so I think it was when I saw Tomko with Christian, and then in this match, seeing all the extra secondary characters.
1: Do you remember before they did the drug testing? Do you remember <laughs> just remember before drug testing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but man, Jin,
2: like fucking Jindrak, Jindrak, uh, oh, okay. high, the Bashams, so Luther Reigns,
4: Jindrak was the guy where I was like, how does a guy have like a look, you know, can work in the ring and just nothing?
1: Well, you like, know, never can get over. Poor Mark Jindrak was originally slated for Batista's role in Evolution. Evolution. Wow. They had actually filmed. They, have, they footage of, of them, them getting on a helicopter. All the stuff, doing the stuff in the Evolution promo yep. with Mark Jindrak. Yep. So again, lucky, what happens? They're
0: lucky they didn't just keep that in the videos, like in step by step, where they had a recast. It's, yeah, Mark, right. But in the original step by step TV opening, they still had original Mark. So you could
1: just—it was far Amazing. enough away, so it didn't matter.
0: Um, so, uh,
1: Team Angle was feuding with Big Show. The Cabinet uh, was the current heavyweight champion with, with JBL. Kurt Angle wanted the belt. <laughs> Big Show was just beating up everyone. Uh, Amy Weber ended up flirting with Kurt Angle and said to meet her in the shower. But Big Show's close personal friend, Joy Giovanni, was actually in the shower. So, what did Kurt Angle do? Well, Big Show flipped out, and the next week, Amy Weber and Joy were supposed to have a match, and Joy didn't show up. Uh Uh-huh. What? What happened to her? Well, I can tell you. During JBL's Man of the Year (laughs) Award from the Florida Agricultural Board... Uh Kurt Angle crashed it and popped into JBL's trunk, and Joy Giovanni was inside. So, to recap... <laughs>
2: you've killed Jason. To but recap... Big Show
1: was so mad because JBL kidnapped Joy to get her out of the match with Amy Weber so Amy Weber could actually win the match, but it actually turned out and was revealed on WWE.com that it was Kurt Angle the whole on! time that did it. What? So, so then... We- <laughs> Let me go on. (laughs) So then Kurt Angle was forced to apologize for kidnapping Joy by Teddy Long. And then Teddy Long declared open season on Kurt Uh Angle because he was so upset because he played him. So after Kurt Angle apologized at the end of SmackDown, Big Show came out. Kurt Angle ran out of the ring and was about to leave. And then the cabinet came out. (laughs) So the cabinet comes out of the ring to stop Kurt Angle from running away. You see? But then it turns out Kurt Angle was actually with the cabinet the whole time and then they beat up the Big Show. What? <laughs> I wish we could
4: have recorded that entire, like, oh, story.
1: This? But, oh, we you, we but will- you see, the friendship was short-lived <laughs> as Orlando Jordan and the Basham brothers and Luther Reigns all had a match the next week. But then it didn't turn out as planned and Luther Reigns punched Orlando Jordan in the face and then the Basham's were upset and Kurt Angle slapped on the Bastion and the JBL said we should be fighting the Big Show and not each other.
4: I meant video recording.
1: And then, great. because they were arguing in the ring because of the tag team match... They had uh, Teddy Long came out and said, I'm going to put you in a last man standing match against each Jay-Z other.
4: taking off his headphones. So
1: then they had a last man standing match against each other at the end of SmackDown, and then uh, they both hit each other with a chair at the same time, and then they both, well, Kurt Angle <laughs> got hit, he got kicked in the face with a chair, and then he hit JBL before he fell, and then they both fell down, and it was a double count out, and then the camera panned out, and Teddy Long was like, hey, um, hey th- that was a really good idea that you gave me to put him in a last man standing match, and the cam- p- camera panned out even even more in a big show was standing next to it would turn out it was his idea the whole time
4: he sounded like Eric Cartman <laughs> most of that I, I'm shocked he was able to get that many breaths in that between all that
1: was awesome
4: how many weeks of Smackdown was this
1: oh it was over a month <laughs> I like, thought it was like one or two
0: alright I'm done so um, uh, I'm gonna get out of here oh you're, you're packing it up yeah we're, I'm, I'm done with the show you're done, yep. with
2: this? you're done with the show yeah I Art think pass.
0: I think we've, we've really We'll hug him it's all yours, baby. You uh, got that third mic. He's got that piece. Uh, That's right. I own all these mics and actually the equipment too. So I'm gonna take We're, um, we're right. gonna have to have you leave these here.
2: No. Yeah, uh-huh. we're gonna uh-huh. have to keep these. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you can uh, go though.
0: Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, but these are a part of my <laughs> cabinet, <laughs> and they're coming with me. Oh, is that Amy Weber? Yep. Are you gonna, are you gonna have to put them in a bag
2: and then put them in the stuff them in the trunk? Yup. Especially where they are. Do
1: you, you have headphones? an Amy Weber grill? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, everything happened. you've just
0: described is far more entertaining than the match that we cut.
1: I agree to disagree. I thought that was a pretty solid little triple threat
4: match. I didn't think it was too bad. Jeez. I actually was wondering like how long, because this was in the middle of JBL's
2: like year-long title
4: reign. Yep. And
1: people really hated this at the time. They were really <laughs> so upset by it. So for
2: me, coming into this, not knowing what had just
1: happened with JBL
2: and all this, this amazing transformation that he made, I was blown away. And I couldn't believe it, and I thought it was amazing that JBL was this heel champion who was the gimmick that he was, and I just it blew me away, and I thought it was awesome.
1: And he kept walking away with the title at every Every turn when everyone thought that he was not going to do it. Yep.
0: So I don't know if you recall this, because again, this total recall memory that I got while watching this match was was, uh, our old ex-friend Doug... Um, was a huge JBL fan yes, and would it go around the bar doing the just doing the, the horns. JBL horns and it, like I don't know if that accelerated my hatred of JBL um, but I was it was just like
4: I will say I was a fan of JBL's work at this time like what Mikey was saying because I actually remember since Smackdown was on Friday night and I had I worked retail and I was working Friday nights. So it was very rare for me to see it. Yeah. But when I would like, I loved the run that JBL was in. That's why I was in my mind. I wrote down a note of like, oh, how far into the run was he? And then Michael Cole's like, oh, he's been champion for seven months. I'm like, perfect.
2: And which he, he'll lose the title at WrestleMania to John Cena. Correct. Yes. Correct. Spoiler alert. So I just
0: ah. and and I again, this was me getting back into watching it. Um, the match that, I mean, to jump ahead to WrestleMania, but the match that Cena would eventually have, I think it was the rematch that he had with JBL. It was like a bull rope, like death match. Was that that really bloody, uh, Yeah. Like,
1: I feel like. He hit him with like the car's muffler or some shit.
0: Yes. Um, I kind of wish that was the WrestleMania WrestleMania match match they they would have had. Yeah. For like Cena. Because if you really think about it, and again, I think this goes to show how powerful Batista was, but Batista was the draw. And Cena's coronation was a little less than... Yeah, that was well, the main
1: event. It was just very uh, lackluster. I, re-
0: I just really... This whole thing leading up, and you have two big stars in Cena
2: and Batista here, and <clears throat> the way that they had switched them with Cena going to Raw and Batista going to SmackDown after WrestleMania comes around really just blew things up for both guys. Yeah. The- Batista became synonymous with
0: SmackDown,
2: and John Cena, I mean, to this day, is on Raw.
0: Yeah. and smackdown free agent. Yeah. <laughs> um Don't tell him what.
1: But do. this match I uh, I thought was a pretty smart match. I liked every I love JBL was totally bumping around for big show at the beginning. Kurt Angle just t- took off.
0: So I think this must have been the first instant because they made such a big deal about it of the big show, like the big spear into the guardrail. Yes, I, I I made note of that,
4: actually. <laughs> I actually called it the hug into the guardrail. Yes, Because yes. it was the,
1: more of a hug than the a spear. The crowd were fucking wild. God, went ape
0: shit. They do it so often now that they have the erector. It's, it's so... so so it, then they put caution tape yes, over it. That was that, my favorite part of it. But that's how you knew this was the first time it happened because mm-hmm. they made such a big deal about it. And then the caution tape made it look so like, oh, man. This they is
2: have the camera stuff. already on the other side ready to go. You can see the security people clearing if, their way, which is really cool to see because the, they, they definitely go out of their way. And we've, we've been to shows where right. you can see them way before something's going to happen. They're quartering stuff off. They're telling people right. you're going to go this way. Yep. Follow this guy that way. That makes sense. You know, but you guys, like, it was new at the time, yeah. and it was good, and the crowd fucking loved it. The hug, it, the hug into the guardrail, hug through the guardrail. <laughs> yeah. through the guardrail.
0: Uh, is this, so this is, and it's kind of how I feel about the when they changed it from the tables to being this Erector Set like table yeah. that just folds. Down because when people were going through tables at the time, and obviously being ECW fans, like it was like, oh man, tables. But then when they moved over to these like play sets, Mm. that the tables just Just fold, it's like, "Mm," it kind of takes the impact away. So seeing this for the first time in the reaction that it got, and just the entire. The atmosphere was. It got, really got a holy happening. shit chant, yeah. which
1: I laughed at th- at the time because it was so simple. Because we see it so much today, and nobody cares, right. right? It's just it's just the same old shit, you it, it know. Just,
4: it shows you when you bastardize something and mm-hmm. you show it to the people over and over again, it loses that effect.
2: Well, even even like we talked earlier with the spot with Kane and Snitsky with the choke slam off the stage. Yeah. At that time, the stage was still really high. Yes. Nowadays, the stage that you can't. You can just walk it off it, yeah. the side, really. Yeah.
4: Well, and people do. Just kind of You just can't,
2: you know, can't do walk. any you can't do any big spots off there anymore. So maybe if they go back to that eventually, maybe they build up another but stage.
1: Like, but you have to think, Kane Snitsky did that and they were fucking and like like that was the under raw or whatever. But like do you remember how serious Cactus Jack and right. Terry Funks was taken when yes. they were like carted out? Granted, they did come back at the end of the episode, but still. Yeah,
0: and unfortunately, that WWE, we talked about this during WrestleMania Act 7 mm-hmm. when um, they kept on showing the replays of Triple H getting chokeslammed right. off onto the mattresses. Yeah, onto yeah. the mats. If they just kept the one camera angle, just show the one fucking angle. Yeah, talk about diminishing returns. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, yeah. even that in that cactus in uh, Funk dumpster yeah. they replayed the footage and then you have the packing peanuts all Fly over the place, the place and you have and then you look at the, the entrance and it's like oh it's only like a couple feet off like it's just one of those things where if they just kept at that one angle,
4: it's the illusion. You need to keep the magic, right? And I think that's the part. But
0: they've got so many cameras; they got cameras everywhere. Here's, uh,
2: I did like how when they would show a replay, they would show different angles from what you saw originally. But in
4: which a, I thought in was a cool. spot that needs a certain angle, and you agree. have so many angles, why bast? Like again, why like ruin it by showing it from all those different angles? Keep the one for this instance. It's true.
0: It's damn true. <laughs> Different angles. Eric, ah. Kurt. All <laughs> of them. <laughs> um,
4: so was everybody spot in the match the spear, or the, as I like to call it, the hug, through the
1: barricade? The hug was my spot. Uh, no. No, my oh. spot of the match was uh, the big show... Uh, gave Kurt Angle a spear while he was holding, or he gave him a flapjack while he was holding a chair. Yes. And I thought that was really fucking cool. I thought I that, was really, that was a really good. neat spot. And Kurt just ate the chair, so that was that was the pretty brutal. Was machine. My <clears throat> my favorite spot is Kurt
2: countering the clothesline from hell into a German suplex on JBL. Who yes, fucking... when he was fighting the German, fighting yeah. the German, fighting yeah. the yeah. German. Fighting it the whole match and then fucking got it. Which, uh, that was that my That was really spot.
1: great. Um, yeah, I thought that was really good. Um... Uh, clothesline from hell on Kurt Angle gets the win and uh, surprises everyone again because team Angle was out there fucking the cabinet was out there everyone was out there and uh JC how long did that match feel to you
0: um I'm gonna go with 12 minutes Twelve minutes of four seconds. Oh wow. man! After after That's overshooting impressive. it, he gets it right on the head. Again, I wasn't overshooting it. I was just letting you know how I felt. So uh, I clearly was was being over the top in my estimation of it. To, you know? to let
1: you guys know where everyone was at at WrestleMania at this point, like at this upcoming year, Kurt Angle would beat Shawn Michaels in a nearly five star mm-hmm. match.
0: Spoiler for later on in the Rumble,
1: um, it's, <laughs> um, it, the match got four and three quarter stars so
0: close um, I do because again <clears throat> uh, we had talked about it in the fight before Christmas but I had gone to the Raw where uh, Batista turned and officially made the match for Wrestlemania and well. so I started watching religiously at that point I was watching every Raw I was, okay. wa- I was getting back into it and the build for Angle and HBK was one of the coolest builds that they had because they brought Marty Jannetty back. That sensational was, Sherry That was, was there. great.
1: The sensational Sherry angle was great. The Marty Jannetty thing was really cool. Is that when
2: Kurt, o- Kurt Angle came out to dressed Shawn Michaels' as, music? Yeah, dressed
1: as Shawn,
0: yeah. Mike, just doing, doing the dance Kurt. and yeah. I'll make your ankle hurt. <laughs> ankle hurt. <laughs> so good. Uh, the, the build was fa- because again, this was the interpromotional thing, so they were because both to- guys were. One guy was on SmackDown, right. one guy was on You like, know oh. what was really great about that on the Raw.
1: We, uh, Kurt Angle called out Marty Jannetty because Marty Jannetty would not say that Shawn Michaels sucked. He stood up for Shawn. So he got attacked by Kurt Angle. So they made a match the next week on SmackDown, Kurt Angle versus Marty Jannetty. But on the Raw before that, it was Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty versus Bag lava Vizestance yeah, in the Rockers. Rockers reunion.
0: They did all their Rockers spots. Yeah, they, yeah. Was, yeah, they did cool. their
1: double pose on the ropes, and that, that was fantastic. Um,
0: Marty, Marty refused to say that Shawn Michaels sucked, but he did say that he would fuck his daughter if it turned out it wasn't his daughter. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, that's not wrong. And it turns out
1: it ain't even his kids, so now they can fuck. So what does it matter the woman that he raised as a child
0: like as yeah, his own. Yeah. But they're not blood anymore, so they can get to fucking uh,
1: JBL would lose the title to John Cena. And Big Show took on Aki Bono in a sumo wrestling match yep. that oh, year. That's I where he was. The diaper and the big diaper. Uh, Gross. That's <laughs> so they called him. That was his nickname, Big Diaper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they called me Big Diaper J. <laughs>
0: that's why they call you that. Yeah. B D J.
1: The house. Carlito and Batista, have a little uh, have a little meeting backstage. Yeah. This was fun. This was cute. Yeah. Carlito was trying to get Teddy Long to be banned from. Being the SmackDown general manager, yeah, he's he legit injured. Yeah, he was actually hurt. Yeah, and a good way to keep him,
2: him on uh, on TV was to be always in these segments, passing around this peti- petition to get Teddy Long removed as the general manager. Of Smackdown.
1: This is uh, this is coming off his big uh, feud with John Cena and Hey Zeus during the stabbing, the stabbing
2: angle. angle yes, wait, Zeus was there.
0: Jesus. Hey Zeus! Oh, I thought you were saying, "Hey <laughs> to Zeus." Hey Zeus! Don't make. Shut up! It. Shut up! We're we'll going to do another one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, Aaron Jesus Aguilera, as you may remember from the movie Slammed,
0: sure do. And
1: nice. uh, yeah, he, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him and Carlito. He had already been. Uh, he was already no longer well, he's Carlito's the one that henchman. Cena in the in nightclub. the club. That was he was originally supposed to be New Jack. But New Jack, they said, was too Actually much of a... stab stabbed somebody in the Man. club. <laughs>
0: Imagine how Buddy Christ's wow. life would be had New Jack been the guy to stab him in the club.
1: Stab John Cena. That would have been great. No, I meant stab Buddy Christ in the club. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. You do not want to cross him. That would have made and ended his life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this him? also proves
4: that they sh- how strong they keep Batista, too. Because even in this what should be a funny segment... Batista just literally stares Carlito down well, when he just, took a bite of the apple. Yes,
1: and he swallowed it because yeah, he realized. The and they made a big deal of Go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how like, cool Batista. Right. Like he had yeah. to do
0: everything Batista's the right way. Batista's like, hey,
1: I'm gonna jam that clipboard up your pee hole.
0: <laughs> 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 I became a, I hated Batista after that. <laughs> like, <"Bell!"> Batista. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, and then the we get a just like steady cam shot follows Batista into the uh into the offices of the Royal Rumble. They don't normally do long tracking shots like that. Yeah, right? was-
0: but that's what I, that's actually what I loved and I wish they would do that more now where it has that that fluid motion of like okay, this is one segment and now it's lead it's kind of me of ECW. Like where just leads to the next, even if it's backstage, just kind of following it from oh, one look, thing to the other. Something else is happens mm-hmm. to be happening over here. It makes the world feel bigger in like like the backstage world where everybody's yeah. kind of like with each other. That's why I think we all like the Bischoff and Teddy Long segments with the the Rumbles because yeah. they're interacting with each other that never interact with each other.
1: It oh, was so good. I thought it was really fun. All the all the segments were really fun. And uh, Batista, because of the last match with all the interference, Teddy Long was like, "Nice world title," or everybody yeah. was like, "Nice world title match." You nice got match. there, at Teddy Long. He's like, "Yeah, like there's not going to be interference in your match with Evolution." He goes, "You know what? Evolution's banned from ringside." And uh, Batista, he's, he looks at Batista, he's like, "Should I tell him or should you?" Batista's like. I'll tell him. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, I can't wait to tell him because that
0: kind of plays off earlier where they did a segment with Evolution where Batista oh, yeah. went to go get his number,
1: and he's like, "No, we have to do this now. We gotta talk over the match
0: now. Yep, we can talk about it after I get my number. No."
1: And did you take that as like Triple H trying to get have all the good numbers taken, and so Batista couldn't have like would have a, like maybe, maybe not as, as good of a number,
4: like fewer chances to get uh, a decent number? Yeah, that makes sense. I never thought of it that way. I just thought he was being a dick to him. That's to prove That he was the boss.
1: This, uh, yeah, the lead up to this turn also had one of my favorite moments, where they in Oklahoma they had uh, Danny Hodge yes. come in when he was in his eighties. And they were like, yeah, let's have uh, Danny Hodge come up. And he got in there. He, like, jumped over the top rope. He was all spry and, like, limber. And he's a wrestling legend from back in the day. And amateur wrestling, the Danny Hodge Award is, like, a famous award. And uh, they end up jumping Danny Hodge and beating him up. Yeah. And uh, that was before Batista hadn't made it to the building <laughs> they yet. So, they <laughs> like, they,
2: uh, Triple H was it's like, oh, Danny Hodge telling Jim Ross that, that he's a good guy that's like shit telling puke that it smells good <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like oh. holy shit <laughs>
2: wow
1: <laughs> um, it was just Flair and Triple it H it just Flair and Triple H and then they got to the back and Batista showed up and they're like oh Dave you missed it we beat up Danny Hodge he's like he's like 90 years old <laughs> yeah, <it's> just, like, <laughs> just like says again, it to himself cool Batista as yeah. like Triple H and Flair are like bragging about it and he's like disgusted. Uh, what a great angle. And speaking it's so good. This
0: is the second time we've told that story in a month.
1: Uh speaking of not great angles, uh, we have Triple H and Randy Orton. Randy Orton. So they should've always made
0: him horny. <laughs> oh
1: he's so Randy. He's so
0: Randy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I felt like Randy Orton was just a cog in the in the machine. He got, you know what? I've never really felt bad for Orton, but he
1: really got fucked. Uh, leading up to this match, also, in the Elimination Chamber, it was Batista, Randy Orton, and Triple H were the final three. And Randy Orton eliminated Batista, and they had this great segment where Randy Orton said, Hey, uh, Triple H, why don't you, uh, I have some video that Dave might be mm. interested to see. Yep. And he's like, what are you talking about? Was like, nothing he's like no no let him play the video so randy orton plays the video and it's a it's randy orton pinning batista triple h stands up in the corner and then he falls back down he, tri- oh. he
2: stands up like he's gonna break up the count and then he's like oh no i should just let this happen and triple that H. Was- great.
1: That was such a small, smart thing. Mm-hmm. And Triple H said, no, I was bleeding. My legs gave out on me. I tried. You see that? I tried. I got up, but I just couldn't keep going. I mean, knowing going.
0: Triple H's history of his quads and his legs, <laughs> I yeah, believe He's it.
1: not wrong. <laughs> totally happened. Triple
0: H ended up winning,
1: and then Randy Orton was like, oh, yeah, you said you were tired, but look at this. He had Batista to pick him up on his shoulders <laughs> and <laughs> Triple H was celebrating. Yeah, um, but yeah this match. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> never a good... So, I, I just to
4: kind of sidebar this, I, I kind of wrote this down as I was watching this. Do you feel like someone like Earl Hebner should be in the Hall of Fame. Do you think they should bring in referees yeah. into the
0: Hall of Fame? Yeah, yeah but I, I don't think, think Earl, Earl Hebner specifically th- should th- be in the Hall Ms. of Fame. Hebner's, of Hebner's not going to be that guy.
1: Hebner, be that guy. Hebner sh- would be the only referee that should be in the Hall of Fame.
0: Little Nate, I'll give it to him.
1: Little Nate, I agree i Little Nate in there. Earl Hebner has been part of iconic moments. Mm. That's
0: more of, I, um, I think, the twin Hebner spot. Well, here's the thing. I can see Vince inducting Dave. I cannot not see him inducting Earl. But then it turns
1: out that Earl was on stage the whole time accepting it. turns out it was Earl, yeah. They
0: switched. And then EC3 comes out, and they Uh, do a match. Just out of curiosity, what
1: would you guys think of this match? Did not like. This was a very (sighs) slow, plotting heat on Randy Orton. And they did a concussion angle. Jesus Christ. Yeah. um, Randy Orton went for DDT. Triple H held onto the ropes. And Randy Orton slammed his head into the ropes and just rolled out of the ring, and the match came to a screeching halt, slower than it already was. The match just came to a fucking end. It was Triple H. There was there was there was a ref bump. Triple H never cheated. Triple H fucking beat Randy Orton clean in the goddamn fucking ring.
2: Now the this leading up to this concussion spot,
1: Randy Orton's punching Triple H in the corner, and it looks like Triple H is out on his feet. Oh, he keeps. There he was a great line when uh uh who was the one commentary it was king and jr oh uh, yeah jerry lullard goes come on this isn't boxing because randy Orton was hitting fucking triple h with all these punches body and head and uh jim ross said yeah if this was boxing triple h, the match would be over triple h isn't defending himself mm. so that was like a cool little i like that spot i like that call at least That's that's my spot of the match. (laughs) That (laughs) call. I don't even. I don't think I even
0: wrote down a spot in this match because it was really tough. I have. Was the RKO
4: reversal where he
1: pushes Randy over the top
4: rope?
0: Me too. Outside.
4: Yeah. Which was what? What?
1: A minute into the match? A minute or two? Yeah, because he kept going for the fucking RKO at the very beginning. Are there
0: two other wrestlers that have worked each other so many times and just have anti chemistry?
1: Lumberjack and Mike Pave.
0: (laughs) 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 But but revisionist history in WWE.
2: Will tell you that's that a legendary. This feud. is a legendary feud between well, these guys.
4: Just, it's looking back on it and being like the again, like you think, oh, Randy and Triple H should be good. Well, because right. even
0: right. when Randy got hot as a heel, they did their WrestleMania main event, and, and that it was, was, was boring as fuck. And uh, was that the sto- uh, The house? Yeah, star? that's when he broke into the house. Yeah. That was the
1: Triple H threw him through a right. window. He
0: kicked. Um, uh, did he kick Stephanie too? Yeah, uh, he punched pun. Stephanie. The no, pun no, no, no,
1: no, he, he kissed Stephanie. He no, put, no, he he no, I hunted, think hunted Vince, Vince I think he RKO'd Stephanie and then kissed her. Yes, because oh DDT.
4: He hit Stephanie with the draping DDT. That's right. While Ste- while Triple H was handcuffed yep, to the ropes, Handcuffed
2: to the ropes. Yep. Right. Uh, no, I was just uh, we are all talking about how Randy Orton like got sc- screwed and man, poor Randy Orton. But it really worked out for him in the end. I didn't mean, it? sure. I mean,
4: uh, he's like a fourteen-time champion. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, think he's good. I mean,
0: yeah, no, he he worked out just fine. But man, but I think Triple H. Do you think he does this on purpose? Because by the end of this match, the most hated man in the world, Triple H, is getting a huge babyface pop. I said that. I wrote this down. Randy Orton is like Roman Reigns in this fucking match. he is the
1: babyface getting buried, and he got people to cheer Triple Fucking H. in two thousand and fucking this is during his reign of terror. Of reign of terror. This is twenty minutes from two thousand and three to two thousand and five. Yep, before his babyface turn. And that couldn't even he because couldn't even get You, over you, you don't
0: can't because he did a couple, like obviously they traded the title with Sean, and then Benoit got his for five months with the belt. But it was all pretty much based around Triple H.
4: Do you feel that this match was very triple H ish? Like the setup yes. to it?
0: He that's what I'm saying. He plotted this match out this to was, this was a sabotage. Yeah. Yeah. Because but you're right, you're right. It's the Roman Reigns thing. But w-
2: but why why go from sabotaging Randy Orton to having a stellar like fantastic feud with Batista? Like
4: well, why wasn't d- Batista though his workout buddy? That was like the rumor yeah. back then they were friends. So I mean, but
2: I mean Orton was and, but, groomed to be this guy. Uh, but that was the thing though Triple H, Triple H is a. the guy. So so
4: he doesn't want somebody else to take that mantle from him. I don't, I don't him. think I don't think that's how it. Went. I
0: I do agree with the fact that I, I think the way he's playing it is that. Triple H is threatened by Orton because Orton and Triple H have a lot of similarities. He looks at somebody like Batista and sees, okay, he's a big powerhouse guy. A little bit older. Yeah, and like he's probably got a couple of years. But Orton, this young kid could be... like. I just think eh. he looks at Orton as kind of like a contemporary that would like kind of replace, usurp him. Yeah, exactly. H. Yes. I, mean, I think it goes to more of what
2: Lumberjack said earlier where you have a heel being dumped by heels and not being able to do anything that makes him a baby face. He, didn't,
0: I, he didn't dump them. They dumped right, him. They, which right, is, right, right.
1: That cuts
2: him
0: down. Like, so that's Triple H's call. That's what I'm saying. These are all done. It was. I mean, come on now. I, mean, I think it's a sabotage. Triple H pushes I, I for it. They fucking, the thumbs up angle with Randy
1: Orton on the shoulders and then thumbs down and he dumps him. And then Batista giving the thumbs up to Triple H and then the thumbs down when he right. attacks him. Randy Orton was a piece of the fucking puzzle to make Batista over not himself it, I think that was a le-
2: I, I think that was after I think that was an afterthought whereas they definitely didn't plan I don't it, it that no, way they, but it that's
0: what I'm that they, saying <coughs> like they hadn't I feel like but I don't so, think it was the mean Triple H holding, I holding Orton down like I do. I, I, just,
4: I could see it this is like seen in the Nexus where like yeah, that, you was, know. that was rough. You yeah, but or even Edge
0: thing. and was it Edge and Jericho that wanted to put over the Nexus at that time during their Big Ten on Ten match. Yeah, and
1: they wouldn't. And Cena wouldn't. Um, Triple H pins Randy Orton clean in the middle of the fucking ring with a pedigree. J C. that match for the uh,
2: Hold on, uh, with the pedigree before the pedigree, just a fucking clothesline. Which he was concussed. Though. Which. Played into the fact that Randy Orton had a concussion. It was such a brutal fucking clothesline that that was basically the finish. Yeah. The, the the pedigree was just the fucking. I'm gonna hit my finish.
0: We don't like people of his kind winning belts. Ooh. What? Second generation superstars.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's actually third.
0: Oh, that's true. Um,
2: why, when one wrestler is uh, has another wrestler in a figure four and they try to reverse it? do both their arms go up in the air because is it a balance
1: thing yes. are you
4: trying to get
1: leverage yeah but you'd think the other guy would just kind of like just lie back with one it yeah. one
4: pushing the other way while one's going but no despite. they're both going the same, way.
1: same way it's He's, so silly
4: um it's the same reason that reversing like flipping the figure four over reverses the pressure on the figure four
1: jc mm-hmm. how long, how long did that match filled to you
0: Ninety-eight <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yeah, if I go by the way I was talking earlier, I will be conservative, and I will say twenty-three minutes. It's twenty-one, twenty-eight. Nice. Mm-hmm. It felt like twenty-one a, like, minutes. It felt like a good half hour going into like the thirty-five. Like oh. like it was. It was brutal.
1: So next up, we have the actual Royal Rumble. Yeah. Raha, right. Match.
2: Um, Howard Finkel. Thank the gods, yes. yes. yeah. Which was Did,
4: awesome. Didn't Howard also start the show? <laughs> He might uh, have uh, because I actually wrote that down that Howard Finkel was announcing the beginning of the show. He possibly I was too could be marking
0: out for uh, Hugo Savinovich and Carlos Guerrero. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of
1: course. Entry number one, Eddie Guerrero. Bah, 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 bah. Bah. Yeah, he I he could see that. while he was he trying see to, to steal.
0: Of course. And,
1: it makes sense.
2: And, and as soon as Eddie comes out, you know who's gonna be number thirty. And it's just it's you it's it's telegraphed and you know it's gonna happen, but it feels good when oh, it happens. I actually
4: happens. forgot when Flair came out at 30. Oh I was
2: yeah. They only had five segments on it about the show. (laughs) Number two is Chris
1: Benoit. What? Now,
2: going through the notes from the Wrestling Observer, holy shit, was he coming in his pants for this? Benoit
1: and fucking Eddie opening the fucking row. I hope these guys, they give them a fucking
0: 15 minutes before the next guy comes out. Benoit fucking was the number one entrant last year and he went the distance. So he went Coast to coast as they say And he won that So he eliminated Big Show Was that in the last I I believe In that the was, last one Yeah, yeah. Um and they both closed out WrestleMania 20 with their respective championships. Mm-hmm. Yes. So coming hugging in, in the ring after. Right. And then definitely not dying or and or murdering their... Like no, others. no, no. Years um, So coming into this one, so Meltzer was all about it, having these, oh, yeah. these guys come
2: in here? I mean, it's a
0: it's a, it's a work
2: rates wet dream right here.
0: Like, I just didn't 100%. think if they looked at it as a demotion compared to where no, they were. The no, no. Like, oh, he was here.
2: pumped. I think they
4: assumed they would be the Iron Men again and be in the match For most of the time, because when I saw them start, I was like, oh, these guys will be in. I actually assumed one of them would be in the final four. When Eddie later in the match got eliminated, I was actually shocked At how it wasn't like a bigger deal having Eddie eliminated.
0: Well, I have a feeling Jake's gonna be really excited about this next entrant. I sure am. <laughs> number uh, n- three. Number three
1: is Mr. Daniel Pewter. Never
2: Man. Heard of
1: him. Daniel Pewter, winner of the million dollar tough enough.
2: You know nothing about Daniel Pewter.
1: Nothing.
0: Well, Roy, I'll tell you right now. Um he eventually dyed his hair and changed his name to Daniel Bryan. Um,
1: (laughs) Daniel Pewter was the winner of the Million Dollar Tough Enough challenge and he uh, by the right of winning became the entrant of the Royal Rumble Daniel Pewter uh, outlasted other members of the Tough Enough cast such as Ryback that year uh, Nick Mitchell who later on became Mitch of the Spirit Squad Aww. Uh, and then there was a man by the name of Mike Mizanin.
4: Never heard of him. <laughs> who <Woody> he beat?
1: <laughs> <laughs> he beat John Cena at the main event of WrestleMania <laughs> several years later. Also tried out for this was Marty Wright, who was the boogeyman. He who, lied about his age, right? Who absolutely lied about his age and refused to come clean about it. Where they said, Marty, how old are you? He goes, 30 years old. He was like, how old are you? 30 years old. What does your driver's license say? 30 years old. If you if you go out and get it, what is it going to say? 30 years old. He <laughs> went out and got it and they said, "What's your what's your date of birth?" He goes, "1968. I am 40 years old." <laughs> <laughs> Which
4: he looks phenomenal for a guy his he age. He sure did. And they phenomenal. said that to him. They said,
1: we would have respected you more if you said you were 40 and you came out running like that, right. looking like that. Yeah. Well, they and still said, respected him anyway. Yeah. And also, that uh, the another person that tried out for that was uh, Luke Gallows. who tried out for that, and he had the infamous moment where his pants fell down while he was running the obstacle course, and they wouldn't let him pull them back up. At a beach where there's
2: people around. His little
1: ding-dongs just hanging out everywhere. His little Luke Gallows. He can say that because Al Snow said, Well, I guess we don't need you to teach you the small package because you already have one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is this on the air? Yes. Yes.
1: No one was
4: watching
0: it.
1: These I, two were. I, I was. <laughs> well, that doesn't say much. <laughs> uh, so,
0: wouldn't you have it? Daniel Peter cuts a little brief promo. and uh, Well, so help me out here because I do know that there was another big moment in Tough Enough, right? where he oh yeah, hard angle. There was a uh, – after a squat
1: thrust competition uh, – <laughs> Let me let me even go further with this. Oh, before God. before the Smackdown started, they had all the men running wind sprints and they had them eating fettuccine alfredo by yes. a bowlful. Right. Trying to blow them up, trying to get them gassed and try to make them sick. So they had them running wind sprints. Daniel Pewter was not run, he was jogging them. And he wasn't eating his food. He was just kinda, he wasn't he wasn't doing it. He wasn't letting him. And like nobody was really calling him out. Bruce Pritchard tried to get him to do it, but he just wasn't doing it. So by the time they got to the ring, they were doing the squat thrust competition. Another guy won, Chris Naraki. and Kurt Angle made them do it. And he said, you won a match with Kurt Angle right now. And Kurt Angle just took him down, broke fucking the kid's ribs, and pinned him in the ring. Legit? Legitimately broke the kid's ribs. Wow. He said, anyone else want a piece of me? Daniel Peter raised his hand. Smart. Daniel Peter gets in the ring. They have a brief little shoot match. During the match, Kurt Angle takes down Pewter, but Pewter puts him in a fucking Kimura armbar. He uh, has it fully locked in with his arm fully extended behind his back, ready up. to break. Luckily, the referee, Jimmy Corderas, thinking quickly, counted Daniel Peter's arms down because he was flat on his back. Uh, he, Smart. Pewter tried to get his shoulder up at three, but it didn't really matter because amateur wrestling only has a one count anyway. But, you know, Jimmy Corderas was doing the best he could. He was uh, f- seconds away from breaking Cordero's arm on live TV, and Cordero would not tap out.
4: Explains why they beat yes, the hell out of does. him for good, what would be seven minutes, I would say. And Maybe. I
0: think you mean Hall of Famer Jimmy Cordero's future. Ah, oh, the only referee that deserves, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say Tim White. Oh, oh yeah, Timmy, Timmy White. White. Timmy White. Woo, for the tap. That's not Woo. wise. That's not wise, sir. Um, yeah, so, okay, so that happened, and so that was during Tough Enough. That was the second week of Tough Enough. Second week, okay. Kurt Angle, by the way, was
2: legitimately pissed at Daniel Puto for even, like, He was like, furious. Attempting.
1: He said that was a wrestling match. They're not supposed to be submissions. He mm-hmm. was
0: so mad. You can't do submissions in wrestling matches? Not in, like, amateur,
1: not amateur oh, wrestling. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the first week of Tough Enough they were kicked out of the locker room by Big Show and Big Show tossed and fuck he tossed Daniel Pewter across the fucking locker room. He shoved him and he like legitimately like, threw him out of the locker room. Like on camera, but he legitimately did it. They
2: were treating her just him like just like a regular Carmella.
1: <laughs> so uh, <laughs> come guzzling bitch. All yeah. the action. Pewter won more <laughs> contests than anyone on Tough Enough. And it was fan voting, right? Uh yeah. Because that's
0: the only way he would have won.
1: He also uh, won uh, the, the Tory Wilson sex test, where Ooh. he uh, had to make out with Mae Young, and he won a lap dance from Mae Young. He, he, I would have <laughs> lost that one. During a, during a capture the flag contest against the Basham Brothers, he made it the closest to capturing the flag. And he also won an entire arm wrestling contest against Ryback and then Justice Smith, who was another large guy who ended up becoming an American gladiator. So
0: is so be, we mentioned Maven earlier, and how many tough enoughs were there? Because I was going to ask who is the All most together like Six who's the seven? most who's the most successful The Miz. No, you didn't. That let me wins. Fi- yeah, thank you. That's what I was going to say. Maven. Who's the Maven? So Maven is the biggest. Yeah. What about Jackie
1: Gaeta. Jackie Gaeta won her season. Uh there was... Did she? The mil- yep. Oof. Her and Linda Miles. Must have been a rough season. That was Shaniqua, right? Yeah. Linda Miles was Shaniqua, the, wow. the manager of the Basham Brothers. Uh, yeah. there's The winners haven't really fared all that well. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There was The Million Dollar One was the fourth one, and then it was gone for a bit, and then they revived it. So I'm going to say it was five seasons altogether. And all none together. of those...
0: And the ones from the Austin seasons, none of them made it, right? Right. Uh, like the w- actual the two winners, winners no. Luke
1: Roberts and uh, Silent Rage. Did Luke Robert win? Uh, he, was, uh, no, he was he was a, a was finalist.
4: Yeah, Silent Rage guy won, and he got stunned by Austin on Raw after saying that he won. Yep, and then was never that was seen it. on TV again. Yep. True. I mean, if I'm gonna go out once, I'm gonna take the Sunner
1: Oh and yeah, leave. I'd say yeah, Maven I'd was probably that. definitely the definitely. most successful. Cool. Now
4: the funny thing is people <laughs> being in Tough Enough. There's plenty of other people that did. Right. It's oh, like yeah, that's absolutely kind of like the American Idol thing, where being the runner-up for a while was yeah. better than being the winner.
1: The Miz is the only tough enough contestant ever to uh, main event at WrestleMania, win a world title, all that sort of stuff. Until so Mandy far. Rose
4: wins a world title.
1: But uh, one hey, thing, one thing might happen. You no, know, one thing nobody can take away. Joy Giovanni was the very first SmackDown Divas rookie uh, award winner. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So well, there, yeah. That. Sure have that. Goddamn,
0: Joy Jivani. G- you love Joy Giovanni, huh? She was from Boston. Oh, true
4: be down. Yeah, sure so, was. Can I see a quick side? Um, I a side I of, kind of calzone. This. I wish I had a side of calzone right now. <laughs> he wouldn't I wouldn't be so hungry. He wouldn't be
0: sharing that with us if it not was not a
4: chance. Um, Benoit. Should he be in the Hall of Fame? No. Okay. Hard pass. So next, yeah,
1: it, 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 What a great world it would be if he could be in the Hall of Fame, but people it's, it's not gonna happen. I still
0: like there's still people on social media that like Think he didn't do it? Didn't think he didn't do it. Keep on praising him for his work, which is fine. If you want to watch his matches. Go for it. I have no. We watched the match with him. Yeah, We're I mean, he's all over the network. It's fine. Do what you. But they go on there and be like, oh yeah, but he's the best wrestler of all time. It doesn't matter that he murdered his wife and
1: okay, child. Okay, how about this? I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame. I do think his name should be used when they're listing
0: matches on the fucking network. I agree. Like, yeah. th- that I agree with. That's a, it's right. a thing that happened. You it's can't a thing erase that happened. history. Right, and I don't think you should. So, I mean, having that on there, yeah, absolutely. It's just frustrating. I just see this, there's a certain subsection of fans that are obsessed with this. And you're right, Mikey, where there's still those conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. that are out there and being like, He's, they didn't prove it. They didn't prove it to me. Now, speaking of modern day thoughts on things of
1: then, what do you think the world would think if they did this to Daniel Pewter now? I if they just started that. chopping the bejesus of him and then... Do you think they intentionally put Hardcore Holly in at number three? Yes.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, he, my favorite part is I think it was Jim Ross that goes, "Hardcore Holly hates rookies." Like actually yep. said it in the commentary. Yep. When I saw him coming out, I was like, "Oh, he's yeah. fucked," and, and he like, was this is bad. They beat the hell. This is honestly, if you had to nickname this battle, if you had to nickname the Royal Rumble, it was the chop battle, like the chop Royal Rumble. Yeah,
1: Eddie Guerrero and uh, fucking Benoit just got so excited they start chopping everyone. oh well, yeah, <laughs> well, the poor Hurricane comes in again. next. Exactly,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: they forgot that they already eliminated a Pewter Like, oh, another guy. Boom, boom. you the bird now. <laughs> <laughs> the Daniel was called when they announced him. It was Daniel the Bird Pewter <laughs> <laughs> The
1: Hurricane came in. They're like, it's a bird. Oh, no. And Hurricane's like It's a plane They're like Nope nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chop
0: Yeah uh, this is the first time And only time uh, Hardcore Holly got any heat Because even the fans knew mm-hmm. When he was there They knew it uh, was coming And then as soon
1: as Fucking Pewter's out After getting the shit Chopped out of him And kicked in the balls oh. uh, Hardcore Holly's immediately Out right after He did his job I feel like it took a while uh, for the next
2: person to come out I feel like Oh they, yeah no they stretched they stretched that one out <laughs> There was points where I
4: started like actually timing the differences and it was under 2 minutes every time Was it but supposed that... to be 2
2: or was it a minute 30? It might have been 90 seconds. Okay. Okay.
4: But for that for that
2: segment with yeah. Peter
4: Oh they killed him. So... I will say they didn't break like you didn't blood see the, the or blood anything. vessels. You didn't see like. But the then you used handprint. So I was kind of disappointed in them.
1: You heard so many quiet ones that you knew hurt so bad. Yeah, though. because when he he by
2: the third or fourth one, he's shying away. 100%. He's hitting. He's fucking hitting the deck as soon as he gets
1: chopped. Hope they don't him up to do it again. Hold
4: his arms behind his yeah. back so that they could just light him up without him doing anything to defend himself.
1: And he does a great little sucker spot when uh, he like it looks like he's hugging Benoit, but then he goes to toss him over the top rope. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool.
0: Kind of uh, touching on what you were saying, Mikey, in today's Performance Center environment, these new trainees that are coming into this world, they just debuted um, the UK Performance Center yeah. in England. Yes. Um, it's not the same it's as... It's uh, what it used to be. Who is the uh, humorous uh, there? Bill the, DeMott. Bill DeMott was the head trainer, and there's many stories that have come out over the years. Heckling but, the rookies. Heckling them, them. <laughs>
4: Nailed it. You, you
0: mentioned the you
2: mentioned the bird earlier uh-huh. as, as Daniel Peters. Said, that's that's a term that isn't even used
1: nowadays. No. When
2: there are battle royals, it doesn't happen. Where there's the only bu- time there's a
1: bird in the battle royals is if Coco Bewares. Book. <laughs> who, yeah. who,
2: who, bird man. <laughs> um, yeah, but there would always be a bird in a royal and a battle royal, and they all the vets would just. Did you ever have to the bird, Mike? I never got to be the no, bird. No, nope. I got to I, be the
0: bird. <laughs> 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 Me. Me. Hey Guys, can I be the bird tonight? Get out of here, Mike. You're too small. No, we don't want to. We don't want to make. It. No, we like you. <laughs> just, just tussle his they hair. Tussle my hair, so I get thrown I, up. I
4: actually remember training um our trainers thought it'd be a good idea to do it chop No, because fest. your trainer
0: doesn't remember you
4: not at all that <laughs> has no idea who i was um like a chop fest battle royal where it was just Fucking people up. chopping each other i, I hate the it higher time i hate my chops trainer
1: practice my trainer wouldn't let allow chops at practice do, do you know, know your who his trainer was he sure was, was? <laughs> me <laughs> he wouldn't let people chop he said oh. no more chop because before mikey was there it was, all, it was a lot of chops. People love chopping Fucking each other. stop it. Which is silly. Knock it off. It, it so we're training. all in
0: agreement that it's for the better now? That we've yeah. evolved from that? So I will say,
4: I, I kind of, the way that these guys get trained, I think that there is a little, I, I kind of miss having a little bit of like pushing them to a limit. I think like back where we were doing puke drills and they were legitimately trying to make us throw up, where it seems insane nowadays, but like. I think back to you know hitting my head, possibly getting a concussion in matches, but being able to continue because I had those drills where I'm rolling around to the point of being dizzy, getting up, and taking bumps and mm-hmm. bump and bump, and then jumping and bumping.
2: I would, however, do those drills. Oh my god, those were the worst. <laughs> More rounds. forward rolls. I think uh, those are beneficial. Sure. So many right. forward rolls. Well, that goes. That's kind of the same thing where they're doing the squat drills and they're eating the pasta. Like th- th- that's <laughs> fine. Like that's that's fine. But like Jake's like, why did
0: not I get pasta
2: Yeah, I want some Fettuccine Alfredo
1: He hasn't done A single squat But he's (laughs) ate 17 bowls of pasta (laughs) You're ready To get in the ring (laughs) Um, Number 6 Out to the ring Is Kenzo Suzuki
2: I was so disappointed Because I thought This was Tajiri No
1: it's Kenzo Suzuki Only
2: to find out That Tajiri Had lost a uh, A qualifying match To Viscera The week before In an over the the Top rope challenge In an over over the Top rope challenge So no yeah Um,
1: Kenzo Suzuki Who is this it's Kenzo Suzuki, Kenzo Suzuki, okay. and his wife Hiroko debuted for uh, in WWE in 2005. He was a Japanese so warrior. He just debuted. No, I mean, excuse me. It was it was mid two thousand four, like summer say, summer two thousand four. Oh man, I was gonna say if this was his debut. I'm like, holy fuck! And uh, yeah, he was feuding with John Cena at the time. In fact, a couple weeks prior, he had a rap battle with John Cena, what? where he was dressed up as Uncle Sam. Why didn't
4: you send us that?
1: Clip? <laughs> and he had a. Uh, he had an angle where he had a wandering eye, where he uh, he liked Tory, not like a lazy eye, a wandering eye, oh. where he had a thing for Tory Wilson, oh. and his wife was very jealous about it, saying, you don't you don't ever look at me. And I'm not going to say how they said it, because it was in <laughs> terrible English.
0: <laughs> well, that, it, maybe Mike English. should do it then, because he's a notorious racist. Why am I? How well, am racist. I the racist? WTFO, Mike Piv is a racist. Remember All oh, My Zombie Mermaid, where you kept on talking about the gobbledy. Er, the yeah. Whoa! What? What did you call Heroku? Why? Wow. Why would you call Heroku that's that? That's what. The, that's what his name. That's the gobbledygook name. Whoa! <laughs> what? It well, would we just like to apologize yeah. to all the people listening right now? I don't now? understand. Well, very welcome to the show. You're going to have to take over because uh, Mike Pava needs to. He needs to take some time off and self-reflect. He's going
4: to have to put his apology. Later you know, what, on Twitter. I didn't
0: mind you jerking off in front of me all the time, but calling, <laughs> <laughs> but calling Haruko the gobbledygook.
1: that's really wow Uh, she also said the line uh why do you have why do you look at her my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard she did not say yes it was topical. it was topical at the time i
0: understand that it's topical but which is Uh, very rare um is as heroku a worker uh i he was she was the wife of like
1: the legitimate wife the actual wife he was the she was the valet she got that sable contract I I I don't think I ever saw her like actually wrestle outside of like a diva's like bra and panties match. So okay. I I can't say for also sure. You and know, could have sent us
4: that video. Clip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we
2: we talk a lot of shit about Kenzo, but he got in there and he was chopping back. So good yes, for Kenzo. Jeff
4: was the only one. Stopped he's, him. He's what, still, right. he's still he's still
1: wrestling in Japan. Really good for him. Shortly after. Is he still
4: wrestling? Yeah. Is he wrestling as Kenzo Suzuki?
1: I think it's just Kenzo now. Hmm. Uh, shortly after this and you can't teach that <laughs> <laughs> kenzo amore uh, yeah <laughs> i would totally book that by the way <laughs> so uh shortly after this pay-per-view kenzo suffered a collapsed lung and Ooh. he was uh he was out of wrestling for a little bit he was sent to uh the ovw developmental to try to get back into ring shape build up that lung during uh During the next draft, he was drafted to uh, Raw, but he never made an appearance, and he was uh, released. Best wishes. (laughs) Uh, Number seven, we got Edge doing
0: double duty tonight. (laughs) Um, If you know me. If you think you know me. Do you think you know me? Uh, I think I know you. You think you know me. Yeah, Yeah. I think I know you. Um, I'll tell you what. I actually, you know, with watching the first match and then heading into this one, um, Edge finally had some heat on him coming into this, into the Rumble. Yeah, the fans didn't like the cheap win, so... And I thought it was really smart, Um, you know, spoiler, heading later into the match where Edge really gets to be an Iron Man and gets to really go the distance, because yeah. by the time the final four are in there, or the final three are in there, mm-hmm. Edge has some really fucking heat where I will... Without, I mean, thinking about it, I'm like, I would have just put the fucker over. Like, yeah. he was that over as a heel at that point where... He would have got some crazy heat. You could, you know, come up with other booking plans to get to Mania for whatever yeah, you want to do. Just book some
1: bullcrap to get around. But it.
0: like Edge was fucking, he was finally getting some real heat there.
4: Yeah, but I think the the match with Michaels obviously helped. I think the cheap win, like you saw him after that match, and we didn't talk about it, but really like putting over the fact that he did it. He beat Shawn Michaels. And yeah, I'm like pretty he, sure that was he shouldn't point have won him, the match. Right? Yeah, going definitely. forward. So I think that helped him. I think it got him the heat later on. But at this point, I think in the Rumble too, like the people were chanting for Guerrero, and it I, like I completely forgot how over Eddie Guerrero was because it's been so long. Yeah,
0: I mean, get ready for it because they're immediately going to turn him heel anyway. Uh, number eight is Rey True. Mysterio. Yeah, but but
2: go ahead. But that was going to lead into his big, you know, he was basically a babyface as a heel at that point with the Batista. Well, one, yeah, right? because
0: well, well, what I'm thinking of is because you mentioned Rey Mysterio's the next entrant yep. in the re- the big WrestleMania 21 match. Uh, they were tag team champions yep. wrestling each other, and they were basically promising that it was going to eclipse their WCW Halloween Havoc match, I believe it was. Did it? <laughs> no, mm. because uh, Ray's mask kept on falling over him. Like, he couldn't see, and he had kept on adjusting his face What kind of wacky
1: uh, superhero was he dressed uh, I, as? I can't
0: remember what it was now. Was it um, Silver Surfer? It actually might have been Silver Surfer, because I remember it was a white outfit, and um, the mask was not fitted right.
4: JC, the Silver Surfer is silver. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Jesus, such a what fucking a- idiot, guys. <laughs> he's going to go look it up online. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's like, hold on, I'll check that one. Nope, clearly he's white in this frame. <laughs> I know it. Um but yeah, they were doing the tag team champions that aren't really like they can they get along.
1: And the WWE loves the tag team champions. And can
4: they get along?
0: And yeah. It looked like
1: Batista was gonna be turning in that angle.
0: No, at the uh They of yeah. course corrected on some things, but uh they were really because eventually this this Eddie Ray rivalry that started with the Mega Tag Team, then champions, WrestleMania, it led to Dominic uh, The donkey. As, oh. Dominic, yeah, Dominic yeah. Mysterio. Dominic on yes. a poll, yeah. Dominic on a pole match. Yeah. Yes. Which introduced the world to Miss Vicky Guerrero. Oh, Crazy. Man. Where the fuck is Vicky? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine at that point ever believing that Vicky Guerrero would then someday become one of the biggest no. heels in the company? Nope.
1: Nope. nope. Not at all. Or Amazing. even any sort of personality within right. the company. Who got a before? huge
0: did. reaction in the 2018 yeah. Royal Rumble. Rumble.
1: Who you guys didn't vote for. Well, I, I mean, didn't vote I, at all. No, I was I, talking I, to like the
0: fans. Yeah, the, yeah, you uh, dumb fan. fucking fans! Oh my God, number nine is Shouten Benjamin. Ain't Whoa! no stopping me! No, <laughs> apparently the IC champ now. Yeah, oh, hey, he was the IC champion. He was. When they said that, I was shocked. I'm hmm. like, he was the Intercontinental Champ.
1: He sure was. He had a he had a few he had this great match with Maven at uh, New Year's <laughs> Rise of Revolution. I don't believe that for not, a second. I it was a really do not believe you. It was a really good match. It was in San Juan, Puerto Rico. That Is was that a hot show. It a yeah, it was. It was warm? Yeah, yeah. it was, it was oily like 90-something degrees. <laughs> Muhammad Hassan wrestled Jerry Lawler in the Oh, that that's show. why
0: Mikey loves us so much. Yep.
1: All right. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Booker T. Can you dig it, sucker? Yeah, I can dig it. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, Eric Bischoff comes out and starts yelling.
0: What do you guys think about King Booker? Love it. Loved it. Yeah. Because that was about a year away from King Booker. Love yeah. it. I was I, I was a big fan of watch. King Booker. Talk I about like reinventing I, yourself. That's a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, because Booker T was just Booker T from WCW right on through, um, and the WWE crowd loved him. But the, the reinventing himself as King Booker again was one of those with Charmel. Pretty, with Charmel, yeah, so good. Who also became a pretty good
1: uh, yeah. heel at that point. Sure did. Um, yeah, I, I was a big I was a yeah. King Booker fan. I thought it really worked and. You, you would never think so, and then you would see Booker really flexing his comedy chops within there. So I
0: um, I remember and my cousin MTE had won tickets to the 2006 Survivor Series in Philadelphia, so we got to fly yes. in and got to stay at the same hotel where all the, the boys They were flew staying. you in? They flew us in, baby. Wow. Ooh, 94
1: the- HJY. Usually you have to be like a resident of that area.
0: Yep, they flew us in. It was the first time I've ever been on a plane for my one-hour plane trip to Philly, And uh, we got to stay in. We got uh, tickets to the show. And they gave us, like, $50 in cash just to, like, spend. Just, like, here's wacky 94GY money. (laughs) WWE's like, give it to us. (laughs) Um, Buy a shirt. (laughs) But the main event of that show was world heavyweight champion King Booker versus Batista. And uh, it it was such a crazy show. And, like, I was... Not watching as intently, especially on SmackDown, but the King Booker act was amazing and it got crazy heat. Um, yeah, it was just a wild, wild show. We should do that sometime. Definitely. King Booker. That no, yes. that the entire Survivor Series show because oh. that was also where CM Punk teamed with DX. Oh, that was a great show and the Hardy Boys. Yep, that what a,
1: that was a great show. That was I really liked that show. Right. Um, and you were there all, for that. Huh? I was yeah. And that's pretty cool. He literally just said that.
0: And uh, Flair even... and Piper. Was it Flair and Piper won the tag team titles?
1: No, it was against the Spirit Squad. It was Flair, Piper, Sergeant Slaughter. Well, they were already the champions, Ron but it Simmons. was the
0: entire four on four Survivor Series match. Yeah, um, I felt bad for Kenny that night because they got squashed.
1: Yeah, they didn't eliminate a single legend. <laughs> nope. I think
0: Jeez. I think Arn got eliminated
1: because he couldn't do anything.
0: That might be true. That's pretty. It. I, maybe I think Arne was just a manager, but. That was a. It was just. It was an, uh, a historic show. I think we should maybe do it sometime. Uh, y two J is number eleven.
2: Uh, weird haircut, Jericho phase. Yeah, weird hair, hair phase. phase. Talking yeah. about
0: Undertaker,
1: right? Definitely. Jericho with that medium length hair. It's kind of like that Shawn Michaels figure that's behind the laptop right now, where he's at a middle phase of his yeah. hair. Yeah. It's, oh a, man! So, yeah, it's oh, a really. So <laughs> Ooh, this is 2002, Sean my yeah. Guess. yeah, yeah. I'm happy it's not the brown tights. <laughs>
2: um, so uh, Jericho's number eleven, and at this point, we got some heavy hitters behind besides like a Daniel Peter and a Kenzo Suzuki.
1: They're stacked. Yeah, Benoit Guerrero, Edge. Yep. Just...
2: Shelton Benjamin, Ray. Yeah, like Booker, Booker T. Booker T. Jericho, and then number twelve comes out. Yep.
1: <laughs> Even bigger name, Luther Reigns. <laughs> yep. well, horseshoe. Yep. Horseshoe. He uh, was also he was in WCW briefly, and he was also on an episode of Jenny Jones, going from geek to chic. What? Yes. He
0: was also in uh, the Girl Next Door. Oh, was he a bodyguard or something in there? Nope, he was uh, dating one of the porn stars. Okay, and in the scene where uh, like there's high school seniors and they're like, you know, they're going to this porn expo and they sit down and they're like, this girl sits down and she's like, "What are you guys doing here?" And like, we're directors, and she's like, "Oh, do you want to feel my tits?" And they're like, "Yep, we're horny seventeen-year-old boys." And then fucking Luther Rain shows up and goes, "What are you guys doing? That's my wife." And she's like, oh, honey, they're directors. He's like, oh, really? Oh, do you want to fuck my wife? Like, <laughs> do you want to feel her tits? Do you want to fuck her? Do you want to go for a spin? Oh. And then the bodyguard walks in and he's like, man, what you doing with them? Like, these guys are directors. Like, No, they're not horseshoe. They're my high school kids. <laughs> and he gets comically angry and does an entire chase scene. And that's Didn't why you look com- like
1: one of those kids from The, the Girl Next Door? What's that? You look like one of those kids from the movie. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you who. <laughs> um,
4: this is also when I feel like um, Guerrero got eliminated at this time period. No, not yet. Oh. I know when uh, Guerrero he got eliminated. He got
0: eliminated in about October of ninety of 2005.
4: Oof, wow. Because I, I have his his to note teeth. that this goes towards the big Raw versus SmackDown. Yes. That no. they
1: had. Um, I believe... At, by number 11 or number 12 with Luther Reigns they had the Smackdown versus Raw Pop because they it was had, right after
2: Luther Reigns came yes, out yes
1: because they had split and then they all started fighting now because ab- then number 13 oh, my yeah favorite. Muhammad Hassan rejoins
0: everybody back to the same racist so scene. cool yeah um well, people say that Luther Reigns really sparked the Raw SmackDown rivalry, so they got that big moment to have their big That's face true. off.
1: People say he was the face of SmackDown in yeah, two thousand and four. They totally
0: did. Um, and you were right earlier when you mentioned to Mikey; the pop for that was amazing because they held off on it until well, that point. It's
2: like the it's like the uh, the spot we talked about with the in the corner of the with the guardrail. Oh, yeah. It's it's first something. Time. It was one of the first time I'm not sure that they did it that it really actually they got really over. built around it. Right, and
0: built that moment, and so I thought it was very clever of them to then subvert it right back mm-hmm. for our next entrant. Uh, n- number thirteen,
1: Muhammad Hassan. So you
0: love Muhammad Hassan, Mike? You tell us about. I it. I uh,
2: as I mentioned, wasn't watching wrestling at this time, and when I did start watching it uh, after this Royal Rumble. Uh, the two things that drew me in was a super kick to the face and uh Muhammad Hassan and Divari and this Triple H and Batista feud. But Muhammad Hassan and Daivari was just a cool fresh character, especially after nine eleven. Fresh. Uh, which, huh? Yeah, after nine eleven? Yeah. Well why, why would they even like
1: to oh, even, I agree. Why? to even, but, to even but,
2: go into but, and to do a storyline like that's pretty fucking ballsy. But,
1: but was was the super kick to the face Sheldon Benjamin and Shawn Michaels? Uh, no, uh, sh- uh,
2: Shawn, Shawn, Michaels Shawn Michaels actually just super kicked me in the yeah, face. Uh,
0: the, the action, action figure,
1: figure short haired Shawn, in Shawn in Michaels. The face. Oh me in the no, face. what a terrible Shawn Michaels to kick you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. It it started off as a very progressive gimmick where he was um, a heel that was angry because people assumed he was a racial stereotype,
2: and then he became that racial stereotype. True,
1: the very true. But the beginning stages of the angle was, was really great. good. Uh, Davari
2: would would uh, would uh, speak Farsi in in all the matches on the microphone, just
1: yes. getting huge heat. Yeah, people did not like that. No, either. not one bit, <laughs> not one bit. Now this 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 would never happen today. Not only the whole spot where they all pick him up and toss him out of the ring. That would never happen. But also, Muhammad Hassan is played by Mark Copney, an Italian-American. Right. Not even remotely Middle Eastern. Not even so, close. So that wouldn't fly today either. Mikey, I Jinder just
4: have... is Canadian. Yes. But he's he an Indian-Canadian.
1: He's from India. He's, he's from a, He's of no, Indian they... descent. Okay.
0: So what he's saying is, what saying is that Muhammad not an has Italian. no. He's a dude from New connection. York,
1: right? Yeah, he's just an Italian guy. Like right. he's got no, like, like it's like G- Mark G- Marrow G- playing a, a black a black guy. guy when he's just a white guy. You know, fair enough. I it, get what
0: you're saying. It just it wouldn't fly. Um, Mikey, I just had another memory. Maybe I'm Mandela <laughs> affecting it. Uh-huh. But you and you and I went to I believe it was an XWA show with Davari on Yes, it. against. Blade? Yes. And, and he
2: used the and he used the magic, the magic carpet? carpet.
0: Yes. And I'm pretty sure we took a photo of with him in the ring during intermission. Did we? I think we. I'm that gonna, needs I to be th- found. I, I, don't to we, oh, I, I don't think we. Oh, I don't think we did that. Yeah. You, me, Taylor Hendricks, <laughs> and Davari. This never Where happened. is this photo? I'm going to look for this it now. Never happens. Uh I'm. Because Taylor sat with us for that night at the show. Oh, th- that's probably why we were like, oh, let's go and take a picture with Daivari, and Or because you're a giant Davari fan and I'm just finding out about I this mean, now. I
2: mean, I would never hid that I was a huge uh, Muhammad Hassan Davari. fan. I never hid that I was a big fan of Sean. Lumber-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lumberjack knew. I mean, <laughs>
3: uh,
1: Muhammad Hassan immediately gets racistly thrown out of the ring. <laughs> After being mugged by everyone who once was fighting, mm-hmm. but they're like, we can come together on this.
0: Yeah, united against terrorism. Uh, number fourteen, everyone's favorite,
1: OJ, Orlando Jordan. Mm,
0: too pulpy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> too pulp. You can get no pulp. Yeah, no pulp. Oh. Not with Orlando Jordan. How do you feel about Orlando Jordan, guys? Um, what was the gimmick he Number did in- four. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, you TNA. mean his uh, weird bisexual? Oh, the bisexual gimmick? gimmick? Yeah. Not that. Um, okay. The it wasn't weird because he was bisexual. It was weird because they, he acted weird.
0: They made him do the yeah. Like he was like so pouring milk on himself mm. and stuff. When I said I n- I, I never watched any TNA, Mahi <laughs> yeah. Mahi. Um, I did watch. That was Orlando Jordan's name. Mahi Mahi, Mahi Mahi, yeah, <laughs> Mahi Mahi Jordan. Uh-huh. Um, but I watched the one, uh, the first ever TNA Monday Night uh, when they went against oh, Raw. Yeah, okay. Um, and I'm pretty sure bisexual Mahi Mahi Jordan was in that episode. He
1: was, and <laughs> I was
0: like, "What's going on with this guy?" So
1: was Jeff Hardy, Ric Flair, the Nasty Boys, Valvina, Volkos, the Love Sponge, Hogan, Bubba the the, Love Sponge.
0: Uh, the the band.
1: Yep, the band. The band? The band was back together. The band was back. Oh, it took me a second. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, the big red cage you couldn't see anything through. Yep. yep that was
1: fun. Smart. Uh, Smart
0: number fifteen,
1: Scotty Johari, yeah. banging it, banging Bang, it, banging bangin it. Bangin bangin
2: um, too bad he never makes it to the ring, though. Yeah, Ooh.
1: Muhammad Hassan attacks Scotty Johari before he can even. And reach all
2: through. the people that had just ganged up to throw him out of the ring, just watch. What <laughs> are they gonna do? <laughs> get out of the <laughs> ring? What are they gonna do? Yeah. Eliminate themselves? You can step through the fucking ropes, you idiots! They were like, help Scotty Duhati out. He's been with the company for oh. fucking thirty years. Collateral it's, damage. I like, thought it's you Scott liked Taylor. Hassan.
1: Why would you want to see him get beat just, up? I I also love Scotty Duhati. I would do a SmackDown and ECW too in uh boston and the loudest pop of the night was for the very first match which was a dark match with scotty too Hoty and kevin thorne the pe- the place went crazy for scotty too Hoty, not
0: for kevin thorne though
1: no <laughs> no but they love scotty too hot he
0: was one of the perfect attitude i mean because we, we scott taylor's been around forever yes yes and he's, he's really good a local local boy for mm-hmm. us but i mean when he got over with the worm in 2000 like holy shit he's made for life yep yep fine. if he still wanted to be doing shows now he'd be a main event guy on any indie show yeah if uh, you doing want. the worm
2: Do
1: <laughs> i hear when i heard when triple h got discovered they were actually scouting Scotty 2 Scott Taylor at AK at, yes. a, at a whatever iwf show. F, i yeah. believe uh,
2: things really start to drop off for the next few entrants. I, I
1: I disagree. Next number 16 is Charlie Haas. Yeah. Uh-huh. You disagree, huh? I, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Number 17 is Rene Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, French tickler? Okay. Yeah. See? He brought
4: the dog with him.
1: Yeah, Fifi. Oh, wait. Uh, That's the debut of Gay Taz tonight <laughs> when uh, he hits the French tickler. <laughs> <You start, laughs> I'm a
0: Frenchman. I'm a Frenchman. Yeah, <laughs> <Cheer>, brother. <laughs> um. We we talked about this off air that Rene Dupree's uh, the basis of his character from You Me and Dupree. Yes, of yeah, course. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, wasn't well. a joke. <laughs> no, it was a. Ch- Why would you. WTF moment. Mike <laughs> Pave thinks you Why mean Dupree based about Grenade Dupree. Because I knew if I did it twice, you'd fall, right? I I Jesus Christ. I can't wait for the P.P.s from it.
1: Mike Paiva's stupidest moment of the year, our newest award. Fuck. What does it have its just... own category? Yeah. Mike... I
4: think you should just clip them all together. It's the that the... way it's like one roll. It's
1: like the Mike Pave Gullah Bull of the year. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bull uh, statue. a little bull? Yep. He is a little bull. He's full of a little bull. Um, I, th- uh, there was actually this really cool moment where Haas and Benjamin reunited yes. and they started, they did their world's greatest tag team, huh. uh, leapfrog move. That was a really cool moment. When did they break up? Uh, 2004. Okay. They were so the original, they were the original team angle. Correct. So did, did
0: Haas get moved to raw? Uh, no, uh, no, Benjamin, Benjamin, Benjamin got moved to because raw because the IC
1: Benjamin. title was on raw. Haas
0: was gotcha. not
1: doing well for himself on his own, better than Russ, but he ended up, oof, <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> some dark we went oh my dark. god wow uh next in is number 18 simon dean who recently made his debut on raw for a few weeks prior uh jr it's... says i'm weary of guys in powder blue uh chris, i agree chris benoit happened to be wearing powder blue at this event <laughs> really? yeah I didn't yeah, that. yeah good call jr uh,
2: yeah um simon dean uh of friend, of show, yeah, friend of yeah. the show. Friend of the show. Formerly Nova. The new Nasty Nova. The new Nasty Nova. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also a friend of the show and uh, drove his elbow into Jason's I, I was
1: watching the show, show with my girlfriend and she was like, I've never heard of Simon Dean. I'm like, it was Nova. She's like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, The new Nasty Nova? She's like, Oh! <laughs> 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 That's what did it! <laughs> <laughs> oh. So Simon Dean coming out to the ring doing his squats is enough to distract Eddie Guerrero and cause Eddie Guerrero to get tossed out of the ring by Edge.
2: Yep. Which got a huge reaction. Yes. He's the
1: ultimate opportunist. Uh, number 19 is uh, Shane Michaels. That's Sean Michaels. Oh, 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 oh yeah, Typo. yeah. Michael Shane? No. no yeah, sorry. no, no. Sean Michaels, number 19. Uh, also doing double duty. Not a lot of guys doing double duty in this match, which I thought was cool.
0: I always hate that.
4: Well, there's what four matches.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. But usually, when you're on the undercard, you're not in the rumble, which is what happened with uh, DB Daniel Bryan. Uh, mm, it was uh, the yeah. rumble where it was Bray Wyatt. That's Everybody right. wanted him on, and line. he was not. In. And they expected him to be number thirty. Well, there was a point where he, everyone they people booed were, people they booed put set themselves
2: up for that. They they thought and made it up into their heads that this was going to happen. I mean, and when was it that wrong? They dis-
4: like, yes! The people wanted... Because, so you're yes! that the people wanted to see what they no, wanted to what see? They,
2: no, they made up a whole fucking storyline in their head that was going to happen, and if it didn't so happen... you're saying that
0: collectively 15,000 people... No, a little bit more than that. Well, those I, I those mean, dummies... WWE's never going to just change
1: their booking on the fly just to appease them and their whim. Oh, and wait. Why would the WWE want
4: to make their fans happy? Oh, wait. That's exactly what they did.
1: Did
0: they? Did they do that today? Well, now no. that there's the new no. WWE yeah. with more McMahon. Oh, look. Number 20 is Kurt Angle. Oh, no. So <laughs> Kurt Angle had uh, actually
2: stolen Nunzio's number. Oh, yeah. Earlier
0: in the night. Nunzio made it better than uh, Scotty Too did. He just got to give his number. Yeah, away. he just got punked out in the back.
1: He was like, "Honey, you I look great."
0: Muhammad Hassan should have stolen the spot and come back into the match.
1: Scotty Two-Hotty's the fact. He just pulls Scotty 2 number out of his pocket. And, like, he's he's like, just ah! carrying it. I'm turning in another coupon. That's how they work, right? Yeah, exactly. Totally turning totally in number in, like a coupon.
4: And then the man I thought was gonna win the R- Rumble, Kurt Angle. Nope.
1: Oh, next entrant, Coach Number 21, Traveling Jonathan Coach. Coachman. Why? Why did it
2: feel like Coach was always in the Rumble? He was only in two. But it felt like he was always in the fucking well, rumble. Well, old
1: Jonathan Coachman having his 16th televised match here at the <laughs> at Royal Rumble. Yes. Wow. wow. As of now, he has had 30 TV matches Jesus and 24 Christ. house show matches. Wow. Okay. Holy crap. And he currently, I asked my money back. And he <laughs> he sets out a record of 6 47 and 1. <laughs> <laughs> who was the one tie? <laughs> I don't know who went to the no contest with Coach. It they may had have their name redacted. They never want to be revealed. I can tell you for a long time he was married to Eugene and uh Santino. Like <laughs> on the on you the house actually show actually married, that's the funny yes. part. Um uh, coach comes in and immediately hits Chris Benoit. What are you doing? And then runs and cowers in the corner. As he should. But
2: he laid on the, he laid on the ground and, and hugged he that bottom had rope. One hell
4: of a grip on that because Benoit was legitimately Ripping trying him. to rip him off. He was I think he was pissed.
0: Yes. yes. Was it the uh two thousand rumble where Road Dog was on the Just bottom hugged the bottom rope. Yeah, he's like, Oh day. Mahi, Mahi, yes. I'm yes. bottom rope. <laughs> Yeah, he just hugged the bottom <laughs> up the entire time he was in there. That, there that so should have been a great bit. He should have done, or he should have done the Jerry Lawler in '96 hit under the ring. Yeah, which was your last. That was your last best in show.
4: Oh, was it? I, I
0: couldn't. I was The '96 Rumble. Um, Coach wants none of Chris Bella
1: who rips his shirt off just so he can chop him. Yep. And
0: I gotta say, Coach looked pretty good.
1: I bet right before he went out, they said hit Benoit first (laughs) that's the first thing I think
4: he goes through the curtains they all just start laughing being like do you think he's dumb enough to hit Benoit first
1: you think he's gonna do it (laughs) Uh, Kurt Angle immediately gets eliminated from this rumble yes but that sets up Wrestlemania yep he comes in House of Fire immediately gets eliminated uh, Kurt Angle snaps and sh- uh, tosses Shawn Michaels out of the ring. Which
2: eliminates him.
1: Why does a person coming uh, back in qualify? They changed him up. I, f- I feel like that they didn't go- eliminate him, but Shawn Michaels being destroyed by him afterwards is okay. what did him in, like the the angle lock on the ground and on but the they, stairs. they
2: do go back and forth at times. Whatever whether the storyline wants. Whatever it, it fits. Sometimes yeah. you
1: can eliminate yourself. Sometimes it doesn't count when Macho Man gets too excited and jumps right. over the top rope. <laughs> you know, whatever. Or
0: uh, when Mil Muscaris, uh, he did his own dive <laughs> Yep. Up. yep.
1: Uh, yeah, Kurt snaps on Sean, and luckily Finley, Steve Kern, and Dean Malenko there are break to break it up. Now, Simon Dean is actually a parody of Dean Malenko, whose real name is Dean Simon, who's a very high-fitness guy, so they were making fun of him.
3: I hmm.
0: uh, You know you what? get it?
1: Yeah, I, I nope. get it. I do Dean th- Simon is what I said.
0: I do get it. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> I do respect the new nasty Simon Dean <laughs> um because eventually a few months later he got double pay because he got to appear on smackdown as simon dean and, and nova. as nova for yeah, the
1: BWO. that was at the great american bash 2005 he was on the pay-per-view twice i want to say like oh, that's cool
0: that's pretty good you worked yourself into getting two two paydays on that
1: um number 23 is viscera
0: we missed do we miss 22 Number 22,
1: Mark Jindrak. Right. Who I did not miss him at all. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the only one missing. Right, number 22 was Viscera. <laughs> number 23 is Viscera. Number 24, Paul
2: London. Paul so London uh, <laughs> won the last spot of the Rumble by winning a Fatal Four Ways. Um, a match between Spike Dudley, Shannon Moore, and Funaki.
4: My one note for Viscera was I thought he was dead in two thousand five. Good for him. Good <laughs> for him. I was good, shocked. Good.
0: For, he just died like last year.
4: He hadn't even. I, been I would if, if in two thousand eight he'd come out. I would have been like in two thousand eight. I thought he was dead. In two
1: thousand eight, <laughs> you'd be like, good for
4: him. Good for him. Still being alive. He probably was
0: in the two thousand eight Rumble. He was Big Daddy yeah. V or the, right. the Love Machine or something. I actually believe he was in because was. 2008, the Rumble where Cena came back with a big surprise. I don't, I don't know. know. We'll
1: find it next year on Best in Show. What? You can it next
0: year. You won't, uh, but you could. This uh, Paul London does bring me my spot of this Rumble. Uh, no, I believe oh, Snitsky oh, oh, he will he? bring you your spot of well, the Rumble. Yes,
1: well, he does. Yeah. Yes,
4: I, I have that written down too.
1: Number 25, John Cena. We, uh, we can get to
2: That He didn't have that music yet.
1: No. So, oh, on on
2: you think you're untouchable? Oh, oh.
1: World life, it's a basic thuganomic. Oh, Ruck Fools. It's <laughs> a basic, oh, basic Which like.
4: also wouldn't happen in 2018. Ruck no. Fools. Well, the am fighting the or spitting,
1: the discipline is unforgiving. Got you backing up in a defensive position. An ass-kicking anthem. Heavyweight banter No hands to ransom. Microphone phantom. Teams hit the floor. with the new Michael Jordan. Like a broken needle, you just missing the point. See what you made him do? Who made him do it? He did that all by himself. <laughs> Mikey knew what he was gonna do. (laughs) They had a lot of ruck fools, and then Carlito had like eat spit, and then like just oh oh don't forget about uh, come guzzling mahi. (laughs) Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh (laughs) Oh, Stone Cold get your shirt. Stone Cold had one that was fuck fear, but it was like the 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 right. It was replaced by Stone Cold's skulls. It was th- those were all the same basic thing.
2: Ruthless aggression. Cena uh,
1: just aggression. comes in and starts hitting everyone sloppily. It was really funny. Uh, a
2: note from, an from the observer says: Cena enters the ring like every indie guy ever would have, just <laughs> 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 running and hitting everybody. He, <laughs> he really did. In he, wasn't even, he was just still like, the case. sloppy
0: elbow.
1: I'm just he was just literally <laughs> just
0: ran and just jumped into people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor, man. He was running from his father the whole time.
1: Oh no. Johnny Fabo? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Number 26 is Snitsky bringing me to my match of the spot of the match. What? Oh, man. Snitsky comes Ooh. in and he tosses Paul London over the top rope without a question. And that's it. Uh, <laughs> nope. Moving on. Number. Yeah. Now, no, uh, it was my spot. Paul London goes to the apron and he ducks one from Snitsky, turns around, eats a second line, and does uh, basically a, a shooting, shooting star, star press off the apron and just face bumps. Fucking amazing. Is that
0: the greatest elimination ever in a Royal yes. Rumble? Yes. Um, yeah, I believe so. Because, again, uh, the first time... Takamichinoku.
1: not since well, oh. and, and when stuff like this I'm happens, the again. stretch... Ooh. He got tossed over the top rope, and his head bounced off the goddamn oh, rope yeah. like a basketball. Ooh. Find yeah. it out
0: next year when we do the 2000 Royal
1: Rumble. <laughs>
2: Except his was a front flip and he ended up doing a, a full rotation yeah. landing on flat
0: on his head. Unfortunately oh, he I also I remember He this. wasn't even in the rumble. He was that just was like running. Cena, into that
2: was the same rumble that Cena came back, two thousand
0: eight. Yeah, well yeah, yeah. the the Taco one, Jerry Lawler replayed it 15 A million times. times. He's like Hey Hey, put it back on! Hey. <laughs> um uh, this um I realized watching this is that Paul London and Shelton Benjamin fused together form Kofi Kingston. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Okay. I can see that. Because the Paul London crazy, blah, 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 and then in (laughs) a little bit in this match, Shelton's doing... Kind of a little bit of the... Shelton
1: Benjamin was the original Kofi
0: Like at WrestleMania. He would do the crazy spot. He would, but then Paul Leonard would be like, hold my beer. Hold yes. my face mask. Yeah. And then okay. it would do even crazier. So I feel like if you foos, fuse these two together... Fooza. If there were some kind of emerald fusion, <laughs> they emerald would be, this, they'd be Kofi. Uh,
1: number 27 is Kane. What? What? He's from Raw! And he's not in the casket.
4: So, one oh. thing I'll say about this Rumble is that I liked how Taz kept pushing straight like, to SmackDown, SmackDown, right. straight like, Taz. Oh, where's the SmackDown guys? I need a yeah. SmackDown guy. I mean,
1: um, I love when he started really razzing uh, Jim Ross when Coach came out. was like, oh, there's a good Raw guy. What a good Raw guy
0: you got there. <laughs> that was, uh, it kind of brings me back to the beginning of the match where they were trying to figure out who the commentators were going to be. Yes, and
1: uh, Coach. Uh,
2: Cole introduces JR and it's gonna be JR and and, uh, Taz. and Taz. Straight Taz. And and JR's like Taz, can you keep up with me, kid? Can you keep up with me? You ready for the big
0: game? Ready for Got the big Boomer Sooner? <laughs> <laughs> and gay Taz home. is
1: like, not yet. He, he goes <laughs> he goes uh he goes Boomer Sooner and Taz goes, yeah, go Brooklyn. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh but yeah, oh, that man. was the the that elimination though probably was one of the coolest ones Poland? in the entire like I can't think of somebody else that, like, got eliminated in a way that, like, blows my mind. Where, like, that, even watching it now, I was like, holy crap. It's
0: never been done since. Well, then, and then to play the series of it, the stretchered out, like, yeah, was just, that was yes. cool. It,
4: it made it seem worse than it was because he's getting, like, carried
0: out. But, see, that's the thing I don't think they do anymore because everything is so... It's like, okay, oh, now Rumble. we're done with this segment. Let's move on to something else. Yeah, They don't let anything breathe. Give it a second to sell it. Uh, next in was... uh,
1: uh Yeah, London gets carted out, and next in is Batista. Yeah, Big Dave. <laughs> Where uh, fucking Evolution got the great numbers. Batista yeah, won kidding. a Royal
2: Rumble qualifying match in a handicap match against La Resistance the week before on Raw.
1: And uh, not Man, only, and good thing he won. Not only did he defeat them, he jammed a flagpole up their ass. I mean, wouldn't you?
0: Um, sure. His
2: flagpole is his dick, right? Um. Oh no, it was a flagpole. No, was oh. flagpole.
1: oh. But like the entire flagpole into his anus. Right. He, yeah, he made Rob Conway a flagpole sitta.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harvey Danger reference. Yeah,
1: Love yeah. I, I could. It's one of the B sides of Harvey Danger. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I just recently heard it. Yeah, one of their obscure yeah. songs. Um, Batista comes in. Batista bombs Kane, which was fucking crazy. Yeah, that b- was pretty b- wild. But cool, cool, Big Dave, man, he gets to do the cool shit. <laughs> uh, Jericho gets tossed out at this point, so he's. Jericho
0: g- did nothing in this match, huh?
1: Yeah, he just he was just there though. Just happy to be here. Uh, number number twenty nine is Christian. Christian. At last, you on you your Actually, no. This is the fucking badass <laughs> Waterproof <laughs> Blonde.
0: No, yeah. no. Oh. this was the open your if eyes. If you close your uh, eyes, it may true to But it's the original one yeah. with the female singer, yes. Waterproof Blonde, because yeah. when he came back, it was like story of a year. And it wasn't as good. It was good, a guy. Right. Yeah. It was Go! A, yeah, man. That fucking... Cr- Again, I'm like, oh, they're going to push Christian. Badass when music. goes. when he goes, he goes single...
4: He had the huge, like, fireworks coming down where it was the Christian,
0: you're on. Right. Yeah. That was, the, the, the raining. The fireworks are coming. That down. was but really this cool. This was, like, the main event song. Like, this was, like, it felt like, oh, yeah. shit, this is a this big is deal. Turning yeah. point. Like, he had finally cut his hair. Christian's like, like yeah,
1: turning point, the name of the TNA pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Having Tom kind of as his diesel to uh, his His HPK. Yeah, that was cool. I was just, oh, man, I wanted so much for Christian. And to his credit, the first guy he goes after is John Cena because that's who he had beef with earlier. Yep, I like that. I kind of had the problem with Shawn Michaels and Edge that
1: did, they didn't go after each other immediately. Yeah. That was they weird. They did doing. eventually, though. Yeah. But it wasn't
0: like a right away. Shawn should have been pretty fucking heated, though, right? He should have gone right after it. Yeah. This is also,
4: I feel like, the rumble of people doing someone else's poses. Yeah. Because yeah. Edge did Shawn's. Yep.
2: Sean, Sean also em did and Sean did somebody else's he, he eliminated Simon Dean after Simon
4: oh, Dean did his thing doing and the, started
1: doing like squats in the ring I rig. feel like he did someone else's too like Rene Dupree because yes. he did the little like the,
4: the, the jump back <laughs> after and forth. eliminating yes. Rene was, yes
1: yes um, number 30 is Ric Flair big surprise oh. there what did it Rick was for some of us? What did
4: Ric Flair do to Chris Benoit to get Chris Benoit to just start Holy. chopping the
1: crap out of Ric Flair? He said, Why don't you give me one chop? <laughs> 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 Ric Flair immediately goes after fucking coach. The <laughs> first person he yeah. attacks is Coach I, and tosses him out. Of course. That makes sense. Um yeah. Benoit just beats the living shit out of Benoit Holy or the Christ. Flair. Um Ric Flair does. Uh, Ric Flair starts like directing traffic with Batista, having Batista just toss people left and right. Christian, Benoit, just getting <laughs> tossed out, and then Rick tries to throw Batista out of the ring as he's
4: running around. As he's running around, and, he, running around
1: and he gets. Caught on him basically and he like
0: stumbles because he can't throw him. Because yep. he's so big and strong and cool and handsome and tough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Batista is like what Roman Reigns should have been. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Yep. just like, but Batista is so fucking cool, man. Yeah. Like in real life, I mean genuinely.
1: Yeah. Do you ever see his MMA fight? <laughs> um no. Yeah. I oh, maybe you should watch the fight before Christmas. Booyah. Check Never out the playlist. Yep. Um Flair gets tossed over Mysterio, Edge. We got our final two, Batista and John Cena. So this is the part of the show
2: that really gets talked about. Uh huh. And what is that, Mikey? And it really all
1: fucking hell breaks loose. See, I, I, I'm oh, I'm gonna ooh, call boop, some ooh. I'm gonna call some bullshit here. Oh, wait wait, wait oh, oh, Okay, what? go ahead go ahead. I, I'm with you. You are not buying that this is a
2: shoot. No. I No, I think this was planned to happen. Yes, I think this it was. was the original like what was supposed to happen, and it fucking. Here's the thing. Okay. There's been there's been three double eliminations I've seen in my life that came out perfectly. Yeah. One was Lumberjack and G A. Yep,
0: that's what <laughs> I was gonna say. That's Thursday. exactly what I was gonna say. Uh,
2: two was uh, this one. Yep. And three, I can't think of. <laughs> Brett Hart?
0: Why did you say three? <laughs> uh, this is probably a third. This is probably one. Hart. The 94 Oh, but that was not perfect. But that wasn't no. perfect,
2: but they did a good job at hiding it with the camera. Correct. So but, Except when they showed
0: five replays. But this
2: this one, just the way that they fell out, yeah, that was fucking lucky as fuck. But the,
1: uh, th- I'm with you, Mikey. I, I also feel like here's, here's I don't why, think it was this. Here's why I think it was a shoot. Because after they fell they raised Batista's hands and the Smackdown refs nodded like yes he won and then like i feel like the earpiece got the message hold on and Bruce Prichard said that they were checking to see if they landed at the same time on camera when they said they when they saw that they landed at the same time they had to do something they couldn't show footage saying Batista won because they landed didn't. at the same time exactly because when he the fucking raw ref raises Batista's hand, right, immediately, SmackDown ref acknowledges. Jimmy Cordero says yes, he won, and then they stop, and then the referees do the split. Right, no raw guy, no SmackDown guy, hmm. and that's what it all. And then Vince comes out. <laughs> oh, Vince! <laughs> I just
4: I want to know what he's how much he's on like steroids wise to. Both his quad thirty years worth of coming <laughs> into the ring. Well, the rumor like, I heard is
1: Vince does not know how to run.
0: I believe that well, it, Vince it does
1: not know how to run, so he did what he thought was running.
4: <laughs> it, I honestly thought he had to poop. Uh, Originally, when I saw it, I thought he had to poop. Is that why there was Well, that that's, the Vince, on the that's the Vince
2: uh-huh. walk, and then he tried. But he tried to do that, and then he tries to run. <laughs> And tries to slide in the ring, smashes which his quad. Well, smashes no both quad. If he just walked into the ring, he, the first the first quad was hitting against the the oh, apron. The, apron. the, the second quad second was trying quad to, put was all trying to on stand the second up. One. So. It, so oh. that was So the first one Boom he slides in Second one tries to get up Boom that's
1: when the other one Because at least goes. he could stand on one leg Yeah
4: My favorite part is He's just sitting there And everyone's just watching him I felt like he's like a kid Throwing a temper tantrum <laughs> Goddamn, like, like, who ruined my rumble uh, You guys oh, fell with Actually you know
1: selling a goddamn thing You know what fuck Amazing l- Fuck London's spot I'm gonna say the spot of the match <laughs> Is Vince tearing his quad? No Oh When John Cena threw Batista out of the ring And then Batista threw John Cena out of the ring When they didn't decide yet Yep That, that was It was really smart. That was very smart.
4: And then Cena did it
1: after. Yeah, it was was very smart. Agreed. I I thought that was really good.
2: Are you... Are you... uh, I mean, I'm kind of... I see what Lumberjack is saying. I
0: do see what Lumberjack is saying, but I also feel like they were already in position to raise each guy's hands. I understand what you're saying about future Hall of Famer Jimmy Corderas. I do. (laughs) I do. But I feel... I kind of side with Mikey where it feels a little... Like it's just too much of a work, the, and because it was, I think it was one of
4: them. I feel like you could see them jumping into the spot because well, they didn't just like the top story. They over.
0: the story they say is that Batista, he says that he picks Cena up for the power bomb with such force that the velocity shot overshot Cena, and he was just like whoa 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 whoa, and that's towards, and what
2: looks like happens.
0: Right, but the way
4: but it Cena had his legs hooked. In under that kept Dave's him. legs, and then I feel like
0: you could see Dave's arms, really. jumping over to go together. So unless the spot was originally supposed to be Batista hangs on, like but on to the me apron. it looks like
2: Cena's trying to hang on when they go yeah, over. I and know. I don't know if you he's know doing that just to make sure that they do land at the same Cena time. Cena was trying Cena to went take business Batista for Batista out. Like, I yes. just don't understand. This is the
4: first, we have just witnessed the first instance of John Cena <laughs> get, trying to get himself over.
2: So is, conspira- is this a conspiracy theory? Yep. To me, it's Wrestling a conspiracy
0: theory. So where do you land on it officially, Rui?
4: I mean, I, I think it's a work. I think just because I, I'm th- like re-watching it in my mind's eye, and in it, I can see Dave jumping with it. Which makes me think it's a spot instead of because if he if he wasn't supposed to go over you're holding if he held on to the middle rope, John fends for himself in that spot. Batista wins the rumble but with the leg hooks, I, I feel like Dave's a strong enough guy that he could have
2: held on. He's
4: got to show rumble. muscle.
0: You both make valid points. I also appreciate you just calling him John and Dave. <laughs> yeah, I <You> appreciate <laughs> like Old friends. <laughs> big
4: big <laughs> Dave
2: old
0: and, yeah. and, and Big my, Show John. My old, my old notes just use a lot of first names.
4: I was actually making eye contact with Mikey oh. the big entire time. John
2: and Big Dave. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Uh, we're on first name basis. Vince. yeah. So you're, yeah. Vince says uh, the match is going to be restarted. So I'm like, all 30 men back in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I also, I'm only disappointed that the referee didn't come over and just hold the microphone down near Vince's mouth. Um, you know, with both of them going over
1: the top rope, would that means Scotty Tuhati won? Yes! Yes! <laughs> that would have been amazing. Scotty Tuhati never got in the ring. They both went over the top mm-hmm. rope and You're got right. eliminated. So this guy Scotty Tuhati Scottie Scottie won Tuhati- the 2004 Mania. Royal Rumble. Yep. As far as I'm concerned, I agree with you. He only man co-
4: not to get thrown over the top. I yeah. am
0: currently taping up a Change. dot org petition to have Scotty Two Hotty be recognized
2: officially um, recognized. Match
1: gets restarted, basically. Batista goes over
0: very immediately. Fast. So well, that's, that's the only thing yes. that leans it towards shoot territory. Yeah, for me. correct. Because I will the, agree with that. The restarting of the match that does feel like oh crap fuck let's just end this right. JC, how long did that match feel to you? <laughs> um. Let's go with, because it was probably like 90-second intervals. I'm going to say 49 minutes. That match went 51 minutes
1: and seven seconds. All right. Um, All right. <coughs>
2: Chris Benoit would be the, the uh, Iron Man in the match.
0: Okay. Yep. A race from history. Ooh, uh, followed Chris by
2: who? <laughs> Benoit. Oh. Benoit. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, followed by Edge.
4: Oh,
0: so you're telling me Edge was the Iron Man of the 2005 Royal Rumble. Correct. Yes, that's exactly (laughs) what I'm saying. Thanks to Revisionist History.
1: Yep. Um, Dave Meltzer voted the best match of the night was a tie between Shawn Michaels and Edge and Randy Orton and Triple H. (laughs) What? (laughs) Giving them both three and a quarter stars. Wow. What? What? Yes. (laughs) Was he trying to get a job there? Dave Meltzer's worst match of the night was the Royal Rumble match, what? which received a dud rating. Wow. Oh, what is a dud rating? It's, it's lower zero than, than a stars. Stars. Zero stars. Zero stars.
2: Not yes. negative. Wow. So now we're going to open up our casket, Ooh. which contains our votes, which we did before we started recording this. Oh, no. It's
1: this. Kane. Ah, oh, no. How did we get the casket? Kane's also voting. Okay. So. All right. Open up the First ballot. First ballot. And the best match, Edge versus HBK. Mm-hmm. Worst match, the casket match. Okay. 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 This one, best match, the casket match, Undertaker and Heinrich. What? Wait. I think we know. Who I think we know who voted <laughs> for that one. The worst match, Triple H versus Randy Orton. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so wait, one match has already gotten best and worst. Yes, in back-to-back uh-huh.
1: matchings. That's, okay. a, that's what that's, that's what good? best in show is all about. Uh huh. The best match was the Royal Rumble. The worstest match was Taker versus Heidenreich. All right, so that's two for the casket match. Yeah. Well, three. Well, that one best back. rating. <laughs> it's not totally discount them. They could still win. Um, best match the Royal Rumble match. Royal Rumble was would win the best, and the worst would be the fucking casket match. <laughs> <laughs> so the Royal Rumble, the uh, the Royal titular wins. match yep.
2: wins the. Uh, so I, whole I will thing. say
4: I voted for the Rumble. I was like thinking about everything. I really just kind of enjoyed the flow of the Rumble. I oh, so like was not a, a dud
2: rip. to you? <laughs> well, <laughs> I also my... wouldn't
4: have. I completely forgot how bad. Be- like us talking about the. Triple H match. I probably would have changed it to that mm. because it was. I would think I'm not gonna lie. I part fell asleep, and that's at why this we don't discuss things before exactly because we record because
0: right. we, we, we could
2: influence your vote.
4: 100%. All this
0: Dud talk. Um, were the Dudley boys still in the company by this point? Uh, they were. I, I feel think like they, they were, were on, both. They itch. were. All, I feel like they were on hiatus at yeah, this they, point. Yeah, they were off TV for some reason. I and feel like
1: they were off TV until one eight
0: stand. Wha- oh. Wow. Ooh. All right. I was just because I was thinking like. No because numbers. obviously there's no tag team title matches on get the show, up, up. Um, but the Dudley Boys were pretty synonymous with things for so long. Just, just uh,
1: also RVD had a uh, MC, like an MCL tear or something, oh. so he wasn't in there. Mm. I forgot he was in. Um, um, the, uh, Undertaker and Heidenreich got three quarters of a star. What? Dave Meltzer, How so does generous. Get a
4: dud and that even that got a
2: star?
1: Blows my mind. It, it was awful. And then uh, the triple threat match got a star and three quarters, so not two. So
2: overall. I really enjoyed this show Me too and I don't know if it was because I haven't seen it But you haven't seen it either Or at least haven't seen it in a long
4: time I feel like and JC you, hated this you show felt, I feel like you did um, too I feel I, like you a feel lot about of things. Things. How do you feel about it?
0: I did not like a lot of this show I think um, 2005 Maybe just because I was just getting back into it But I did not like a lot of the undercard How about the Undertaker? I was <laughs> not a fan of awkward hair phase Undertaker I thought,
1: it, I thought that was a really solid match Heiden <laughs> Wright carried his own what uh, you are
4: crazy! I, <laughs> I can't believe the I- poor Undertaker doing everything in his power, and that's saying a lot because it's the Undertaker to uh, ca- to like make that match passable, and it worked.
0: I'll tell you what I he was, did it. I was a real, um, I was really a fair weather fan at this point because I was just getting back into watching it, and there was no fair um, weather around there. So. I just started running shows again myself after a two year stint of not running anything. So I was trying to get like my in tribute I, of Princess Di, right? I was trying to get my my love and passion of the business back, and it was really kind of yeah, like I really loved Batista, and I really loved what they were doing, and I was a big fan of his ascension to the top. Ascension,
1: <sighs> but millennium.
0: <laughs> but seeing how they treated some of my other favorites, and seeing what they're doing like with Christian, it was tough. And I'll tell you what, the only thing that saved me in two thousand five was. The return of ECW in the One Night Stand show, and that really kind one of One Night Stand was a very it sparked show. something in me again, where I was like, mm-hmm. "Holy shit, this is what I've loved about pro wrestling." And it kind of got me excited to run shows again. It got me excited to watch more WWE.
1: Well, I've got some good news for you, JC, because later this season we will be watching what? One Night Stand. Oh, my God! With all good Sweet. Anthony I mean, oh, I'm Green. Sorry. Oh, my God! There you go. Awesome. Getting the, uh, getting the feel of it. I hope AG's up for the task. Yes, One Night Stand 3. <laughs> Randy Orton versus Rob Van Dam in no, a stretcher no, match. No, all no, the best. No! no! <laughs> 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 oh
0: my god! Oh, amazing! <laughs> that was
2: the disgusted Joey Styles on oh my god. Sure was. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, no, I wasn't as uh, in love with the show as Mikey was. I Were really we? liked the show too. I'm so I will say I thi- like the show.
2: This is also coming off a string of really bad pay per views for WWE, which at this I've point. N- never seen. Um, so this really was a shining moment uh, in. As it's been the beginning of two thousand five. And the next, the next
1: pay per view, No Way Out, JBL vs. Big Show in a barbed wire steel cage. Hey, match. what you talking about? Get out oh, of here! Oh, Bob the wire. Breath- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First time
4: ever. <laughs> oh way <three-way> theater debut. <laughs> Friend of the show,
1: Barb the Ref. I um, so we're I guess you could say we're three Ps in a pod. Cast.
0: Well, we forgot uh, that earlier.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> <we're> <laughs> so You're missing your own spots. It's
4: not
0: good. <laughs> we miss our spots all, all the, the time. time. Matches. Projects. It's almost like that is the spot. Uh, right, exactly. We'll split that later. <laughs> Um so Lumberjack so we're going to be doing fighting with my family next as our yes. proper episode. What's our next best in show? What are we going to do in February? Uh
1: best in show in February, we have a few few guests lined up. I'm thinking uh maybe we have on Mr. Kevin Castro. Oh, I thought you were going to say Kevin Thomas. And <laughs> yeah, Kevin the Thomas. Riot t- Kevin <laughs> Thomas. Oh, <laughs> he's our good friend. He's been on all the shows. I believe our next guest is going to be Kevin Castro oh. as we watch WWF's Global
0: Warming. You're sending them back into international waters? <laughs> wow. Yep.
1: We're man. We're watching Global Warming, the very first ever exclusive Australian pay-per-view, mate. God I'm so
4: happy to watch this Royal Rumble. It come from, from a land
0: down under. I got to ask you, do you hate Kevin Castro? <laughs> I think so. Like, genuinely, so. do you hate the man? But love he loves him. which is the, the thing, which I don't understand. He gives them the worst shows to review. I'm just being told by our producer, Daisy, that it's Kellen Thomas. Oh, oh. I've been calling him Kevin for years. <laughs> Daisy's
2: also telling us it's time to wrap it up. Oh, so. she says this podcast was really <laughs> rough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm, uh, I'm lumber
4: Jake. <laughs> I'm Mike Pava. I'm JC. And I'm Rui Patello. <laughs> and this has been
0: <laughs> Five We're Star We're Best in the show. Three-way theater? The match of the night. Best in show. Three-way theater. Show. Hey, can anybody f- let me borrow four bucks?
2: Really? Four bucks? Yeah, I need, I, need, I need four dollars. Four? for the toll? Need it for the toll. For the toll. Save, uh, I do have four I
3: dollars for you. If I can get a plate of mahi mahi in Orlando! <laughs>